Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
This will be our year. 03444991000. Halfway through the number, I was going to say something else. If you joined us on the New Year's Eve show, well, there was a young person who came on the show that didn't actually want to be on the show. Some of you heard my nephew, Dylan. He didn't realise he was on the radio. Oh, God, he was so upset. He was so upset. But um, there was someone who was supposed to be on the show, and they fell asleep. I have it on good authority, my eldest son, who'll be seven in a couple of weeks. Hey, Dada. Hey! You're awake! Yeah. You managed to stay awake this time? Yeah. What happened on New Year's Eve? Uh, wait, when's that? That was the, the night you were supposed to come on the radio, and yet when I phoned you up... I... You... You fell asleep. Yeah. Um, but you managed to stay awake tonight. Right. Yeah. Um, ha- Who's copying me? Who's copying you? Yeah. Who is? Someone is. Who is? Who's copying you? Listen. Is there just an echo on the line? I think there is. Hang on a minute. Let me move. If I if I do that and do that, is the echo gone? Wait. You know. <laughs> oh no! I'm sorry to hear that there um, there is an echo. How have you? Ma- can you can you talk through the echo? Yeah. Okay. Not. Mm. How have you managed to stay awake tonight? Uh, I had a bath. It was about an hour long. An hour long bath. Yeah. Did we have any water? Because we've had trouble with the water, haven't we? The last few oh, yeah, days. Oh yeah, we had loads. Oh, there's loads of water now, is there? Yeah, it feels like more. Mostly all of the bath. But, but, what, did it fill up quickly or slowly? Uh, we did some at a time, uh, because we did, like, a quarter. Yeah. Uh, and then, yes. uh, cause it, it got cold, we more. Yeah, more. Uh, it got cold again. Yeah. More. Yes, yes. <laughs> got out. And you went there for an hour? Yeah, about. I bet your whole body looks like a prune. It doesn't. It doesn't. Did you not go, do your fingers and, and your toes not go all, um, you know, when they oh, go yeah. funny? I mean, when they're funny. The whole bottom of my toes. Yay, 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 Um, and, and your, is your brother, the Flash, asleep? Yes, mm. he is. <laughs> 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 is he there, is he there next to you? Uh, no. Oh, okay. He's, he's in the other side of the red. But, Dada. Yes? Is this Auntie Jay? And I go to say something to them. You're, you've just phoned Auntie Joe. Yeah. Oh, I'm you going gonna... to say something to them because we told them to listen to oh, you. Oh, go on then, beautiful. Then you speak to your auntie in New Zealand. Away you go. Hello, Auntie Joe and Uncle Ivan. I'm little pepper. Hang on a minute. Surely you would have said that on the actual telephone call that you made you pudding. And hello, New Zealand. There, yeah, well, that's better. Now we've got the whole country involved. Um, tell me about your Christmas, eh? How did it go? Very good. Very good. What was your... And you can't say all of them, because if you say all of them... I know how your brain works, boy. If you say all of them, I will get rid of all of them, OK? 
What one? Because <laughs> you always say, whenever I ask you, what's your favourite? All of it. All of it! Yeah, exactly. But you, if you say all of them, then all of those presents downstairs are going in the bin, okay? So, all of them. what was your favourite present? All of them. Well, they're all going to get chucked in the bin tomorrow, you, you put in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and did you, uh, so you fell asleep during New Year's. So tell, why don't you tell the, because you know we're on the radio now, okay? Yeah. So there's literally 132 people listening to us. No, 132 million. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot that. Yes, I'm, Daddy is a very successful broadcaster. There are millions of people uh, listening to us right now. Uh, why don't you um, tell them what you've been up to over the Christmas holidays? I got the Lego Ewok Village. The Lego what? Ewok Village. That's... Oh, there's a cough. Yeah. No, what? That was a cough. Um, and, yeah. yeah, and, um, what games have we been playing on the Xbox today? The weird card game called Burnout. Uh, yeah, the Burnout, where you just go around crashing cars. Mm-hmm. Fun, isn't yeah. it? Right, listen, I need to get on with the rest of the show. Sorry? Why are you whispering? Take me down to Monday, sitting with the sing it. The grass is green. I don't sing it properly. We've been playing this game called Burnout, and the song at the start. Sing it, sing it, eh? Take me down to Monday, sitting with the grass is green. I think I'm so pretty. It's the it's the the theme tune to this game. So the two boys have been singing Paradise City. <laughs> yes, just do as you're told, boy. Do as you're told. Yeah. Do as you're told, eh? Or there will be trouble. Um, you had a, you had a good holiday though. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. Go to sleep now. <gasps> Sorry. You go to bed. Well, I can't go to bed. I'm at work. You go to bed. Hang on a minute. I'm the dad. You go to bed. You go to bed. You go to bed! Put yourself on your chair and go to sleep. What did you say? Ian. (laughs) Lee. Lee. You're you're in so much trouble tomorrow, sunshine. So much trouble. I know. Yes, you are. You are. (laughs) Good night, eh? Good night, Ian Lee. Cutting you off now. Goodbye. Bye. There we go. Absolutely gutted he couldn't make it on the New Year's Eve show. Seven in a couple of weeks. Unbelievably rude. Now, there's a reason why I got him on. Right? There's a reason why I got him on. Because we're going to get lots of new listeners tonight. Because on the other station, Nigel Farage is doing a show. Which is brilliant for us. Because when Hopkins did a show, we got loads of new listeners. Right? And so we get loads of new listeners. But it, it really got me thinking. I don't want to play I don't want to play Farage Bingo where we guess what he's talking about and then we go and listen to a little bit of it. Because it's gonna be Trump, it's gonna be Brexit, it's probably gonna be Muslim. I, and I don't I don't wanna dwell on the meanness, right? I don't wanna dwell on the meanness. So tonight and you know the rules, dear listener, by the way. You can call in about anything you want. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand, we call you back. But 
I thought tonight we could make a list of things that are brilliant. Now, instead of feeding the hate machine, instead of even promoting the hate machine that's on that other place, God knows why they've given that Muppet a job, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. I'm being hateful. Let's get back from that. Instead of feeding the hate machine, instead of being part of the hate, let's celebrate, shall we? It's the first proper show of the new year. Let's celebrate. So I want to know what is brilliant. It's that simple. It's that simple. My boys are brilliant. That's why I got the eldest on. The the youngest would have been on, but he he conked out because he's a lunatic. Um... My boys are brilliant. And they're, one of the reasons they're brilliant is because they remind me of other things that are brilliant that I've forgotten about. And one of the things they've reminded me that are brilliant, they said a really weird thing to me yesterday. And because we live in a computer age, Charles says something weird, you can act on it immediately now with your phones or your computers. And they said, Daddy, is it true that magicians can cut women in half. And, of course, you, they've never seen it. You don't really get... You've not got your Paul Daniels or your Watson. You've not got that on TV anymore. So they've not seen a magician cutting a woman in half. I went, boys, it's not only true, it's amazing to see, and we're going to watch it. Now, there are some, I'm a big fan of magic. I think Paul Daniels was a genius. But, but, but I, I went in hard. I went in um, to the world of David Copperfield. Not particularly fashionable magician, right? But for me, he's brilliant. He is absolutely brilliant. And we went on YouTube. And the, the, the videos on YouTube aren't great quality. But we went on YouTube. And we found some David Copperfield clips and he's brilliant he is absolutely brilliant and i love all that he does all the pointing and that and in some of the 90s videos he's got that big mullet and the big bushy eyebrows and his shirt is kind of undone to his navel and he's doing that and it's a bit cheesy and it's a it's slick and it's brilliant and we watched some amazing videos we watched him we couldn't find him cutting a woman in half because he wouldn't do that would he Jason and Dana, I'll come to you in a bit, 0344-499-1000. We found a clip where he cuts himself in half with one of those giant wood saws. He's strapped to a table, cuts himself in half. Oh, it's fantastic. And, of course, the kids have never seen anything like this. We've all seen these tricks, so we sort of know what to expect, right? The kids hadn't seen it. So the bit where it looks like it's going wrong and suddenly the, 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 the clock, the timer explodes and the, the saw goes nuts and just cuts him in half and he pretends to be dead. The boys are like, is he actually dead? Oh, is he actually dead? All of the videos we then watch ended with my youngest skin. Can we find a video where he really dies? Is he actually dead? And the trick is amazing. If you've not seen it, it's amazing. So he's cut himself in half. His his head and his arms are on one bit and his legs are on the other. And they wheel him around and he waves at his feet and his feet start wiggling. Brilliant. Then we watched another clip. A clip where he cuts himself in half with a laser. I showed it to Kath before the show and we were laughing at it because the first minute, it's a bit cheesy, he cuts himself in half with a laser and then he stood up. 
and then they hold like a sheet in front of him. And so you can see his head and body above the sheet and below the sheet you see his legs. And then he does some kind of movement so it looks like it kind of looks like his legs aren't connected to to his body and and Kath was laughing going, "Well, this is a bit rubbish." But then they whip the sheet away and he still does it and his legs aren't connected to his body. His body stops. And then he's holding on to his legs and the legs walk down the stairs. Oh, it was brilliant. I mean, absolutely brilliant. And then we found a clip. And I remember with this when it happened. I remember him hyping up this trick. This was in the 99... I was at college. I was at college. I was in the third year of college. So it would have been about 94, 95. And I'll tell you why I remember it so specifically. We'll go to the break in a minute. I'll tell you why I remember it so specifically. Because David Copperfield came over to England to promote this trick and some sh- shows he was doing at Earl's Court. And he was on something like Pebble Mill at one, right? So it was a big coup. You got, and me and my friends were watching it and we taped it for some reason. And it was him being interviewed. And then they said, right, have you got any questions from the audience? And it went to this young man, and I remember it vividly because we kept, we watched it on repeat for an hour in hysterics. If anyone can find me the link on YouTube. So they said, yeah, you, young man, have you got a question? He went, yeah, David, have you... This is on live TV. David, have you ever... Have you ever... Oh, God. <laughs> he actually said it! He froze! Oh, God. He froze, and it was brilliant! But the trick in in question was the one where he flies. Have you seen that? Where he flies. He actually flies around the... It's incredible. And I thought, well, let's show it to the boys, although... They've they've been watching all the superhero films recently where the effects are so amazing that seeing a bloke with a mullet flying is perhaps not going to be quite so impressive. Oh, boy, oh, boy, it was. Oh, I had shivers down my spine watching it because it's an incredible trick. Beautiful. He lies on his back and then he sort of pushes his arms down and he goes up. Oh, it's it's so stunning. Absolutely stunning. And the boys were blown away by it. And, of course, my oldest is going, well, it's string. It's string. But then they do a brilliant thing. They put him in a box, a Perspex box, and put a lid on it. And he still was flying. And then he walks upside down on the ceiling of the... Oh, it's, it's so good. So good. So it got me thinking tonight. David Copperfield got me thinking tonight. And Dana and Jason and Caddick, I will come to you in a minute, I promise. 0344-499-1000. With all the hate going on, with, 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 you know, people that have divided this country being given radio presenting jobs. Oh. With all of the abuse that has been heaped on me over Christmas online. Let's just put all of that to one side. And tonight, let's just talk about what is brilliant. What is brilliant? Three things I've given you already. My sons... David Copperfield, and we kicked off with a Narina Palo song. This, this, uh, this will be our year. Narina Palo, absolutely brilliant. I'm going to try and get her on the show. Brilliant. Everyone thinks of her for the the Sophia hit. Oh, go, 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 go! You go deeper than that, guys. Just, oh, stunning. Three things there: David Copperfield, Narina Palo, my boys. 
what's brilliant for you. 0344 499 1000. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uncut after hours conversation for the up all night generation. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Everyone thinks it's very funny on Twitter that my son was calling me Ian Lee. I don't, he does. I don't know why he does. Yes, Ian Lee, when he wants to wire me up. Yes, Ian Lee. What's brilliant? 03444991000. Jason! Hello. Hello, Jason. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, Jason. How are you doing? I'm not bad. Great stuff, mate. So, um, so you were advertising, um, Paul Ross, did he get over that dogging thing then? Well, let's not talk about that, Jason, because that's a bit oh, mean. Yeah. We're trying, we're trying not to be mean. And Paul Ross has been very, very kind to me over the last couple of weeks. So, well, I like, I like him as a yeah. Pretty, I will, I will. Listen, yeah. listen, listen. You, you telling me you've never done anything that you're embarrassed about? No, I've done loads of stuff. I exactly. Think, yeah. So why don't we just leave it as it is? All right, because he's a top bloke and he's been really kind to me recently. So you know, let's just oh, leave no, it at that. I didn't meant to be be rude or anything. Well, no, bringing it up is a little bit rude. Anyway, Jason, what you got so for us? No, I would, I would like to talk about the Patterson footage. The what? The Patterson footage. What's the Patterson footage? Um, it's uh, the Bigfoot thing from 1967. Your producers um, said um, they would um, know about this kind of stuff. Okay. What would you like to say about the Patterson footage of Bigfoot from 1967? Language, buddy! That's a yellow card! Uh-oh. That's a that's a yellow card, Jason. Uh oh. How can you not? How can you not go three minutes without swearing? Oh, just I've learned. This is how I've learned to speak. You know, like like a rude, slack jawed idiot. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, Quetus, maybe. Like Cletus. Yeah. Um. Yellow card, mate. One more, and you're out. And I'm going to be stricter this year. I got I got slack last year, and let let people get away with stuff that they ain't going to get away with in 2017. What do I think about it? Well, I don't think there's any such thing as Bigfoot, Jason. Really? Yes, really. What do you think Sasquatch is? Well, yeah, exactly. Sasquatch, Yeti. Yeah, they're just other names for something that doesn't exist. That's not true. Where's your evidence that Sasquatch is real, apart from that footage from 50 years ago? I I sat through a two-hour YouTube documentary Oh, a YouTube documentary! Oh, I didn't know there were documentaries about it on YouTube! I've sat through YouTube documentaries. Here's the thing. Anybody can put a documentary on YouTube. Just, just cobbling together some footage and some captions on iMovie doesn't make it a documentary. Um, but they had like, um, like, um, you know, eyewitnesses. Oh, in that case, oh, it's real. Yeah, some of it. Yeah, I, it I must be real there. Oh, in that case, no, I think the Sabruda footage is real. Oh, dear. Oh, no, that footage is real. Now, the Zabruda now fo- we're talking. The Zabruda talking. footage is real because that's JFK <laughs> being shot. Frame 313, my friend. You're a conspiracy theorist? Where's frame 313? Oh, wow. You know your stuff. I know my stuff. Frame 313 from the Zabruda <laughs> footage is the shot. It's the uh, frame where the bullet enters Kennedy's head. It's missing. It is missing. You're right. But 312 and 314 are there, buddy. Okay, I'm going to have to look on YouTube and check this out. Yeah, go and find another documentary on YouTube <laughs> and let me know what it tells you. And while you're doing it, could you do me a favour and roll a yeah. big fat one? 
Oh, I don't smoke. I don't smoke pot. Wow, and you just and you sound like this normal. Uh, no, no, no. It's quite late now, Ian. Yes, you're right, Jason. It's quite late, and I think maybe you should go to bed. Oh, maybe, maybe. Tutty, bye. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee. Unfiltered night talk with the original king of unconventional conversation on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. You can call in about anything. I've decided though this year. Well, this week. Well, tonight anyway. I'm gonna. I've let you lot get away with murder. I've let you lot get away with absolute murder with your calls. So, new rules. These are the new rules, guys. Are you ready? Are you ready for the new rules, Caddick? Ready. Here we go. No swearing. We got a little bit um, loose with some category Cs and category Bs, and that got us in a little bit of trouble before Christmas when, when some stuff went out that really shouldn't have gone out. And it's it, it, it's been on my mind all over Christmas that we let a word get out that we should not have let a word get out, and it, it, it upsets me uh, that I was, I was slack. I was slack. I wasn't up to speed. So... I, I, it also reminds me that the kids are listening. We've got kids listening. We've got my nephew, probably won't be listening after he came on a New Year's Eve. It spilled his guts to me and then didn't realise he was on the radio. Oh, God, I felt terrible about that. Poor lad. Poor lad. But we've got kids listening. So, um, I, I'm going to... Let's not even have anything approaching bad language. I got a little bit excited at the prospect of doing a late-night show um, and um, the freedom that that brought. And I've allowed my uh, my language filter to dip slightly. Let's raise it. Let's raise the language filter sky high, shall we? So I don't want no bad language. I don't want no swears. Yellow cards will be given out. Second offence, boom, you're off. Okay? Okay? Have we got that? Secondly, um, if you're talking rubbish, like the last caller, I'm going to tell you you're talking rubbish. Because quite often I've sat here and listened to people talking rubbish and gone, oh, yeah, that's interesting. Oh, right, that's great. But if you're talking rubbish, I think we we know each other well enough now. If you're talking rubbish, I'm going to tell you you are talking rubbish. 03444991000. How to stop people calling in by telling them off before you've even started. There was a third thing. And I can't think what it was. There was definitely a, there was definitely a third thing, Caddick. Right. But I can't think what it was. Come on. You just log into the memory bank. You'll get it out. It'll come out some point. Good evening, Caddick. Hip, 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 Happy New Year. Hip, happy New Year to you. Oh, what a day 2017's been already. <laughs> what? Hey, what a day 2017 has been already. Why? What's happened? M- both my football teams lost. Oh, I couldn't care less. Sorry. Um, by the way, here's the thing. Nobody famous is going to die this year. Touch wood. No, it's not going to happen. I've, uh, I've it, felt it in my water. Not that we've got much water at our house at the moment. Thanks, Thames. Water. Uh, but what I've, happened? I read it in the runes. Nobody famous is dying this year. Yeah. Well, I'm going to have to put pay to that prediction and sadly inform that somebody has died. 
Struth, whom? Art critic John Berger has died at the age of 90. Who? John Berger. Who? An art critic. Who? He won the Booker Prize for his novel, G. Who? An art critic and author. Who? John Berger, B-E-R-G-E-R. Who? I've never heard of him before. Well, then he's not famous! Well, it's famous when I've driven it on BBC News. Who's this, this text from Craig? Oi, Ian, you want positivity on the show, and yet you were so negative and dismissive and incredibly grumpy. What are you talking about? Only to the lunatic that thought Sasquatch was real. Sasquatch. There was a brilliant guy on um, The Unexplained with Howard Hughes a while ago talking about Sasquatch and how they're um, an alien life form that is building an army. They're building a Yeti army to take over the world. Oh, it's starting off in London underground and then Doctor Who will fight him with his sonic screwdriver in the TARDIS. Here's the thing. I... and uh, I watched the Doctor Who Christmas special this year because the boys are kind of old enough to watch it. Yeah. I thought it was a little bit ropey. Well... well He's magnificent as the Doctor. Absolutely magnificent. Here's my beef. When BBC drama, okay, sets things in America, but they've not gone to America. So they've got British actors. Everyone thinks they can do an American accent, right? And there are some British actors that can do it brilliantly. Um, is it Egg Andrew Lincoln in The Walking Dead? Brilliant. I've never seen Walking Dead. He, well, he's, he's brilliant, isn't it? Right? And there are some that are brilliant, right? Not Idris Elba. But to what do about a. Alex co- Kingston in ER. Who? Alex Kingston. Yeah, sure. But most British actors can't do a convincing American accent, right? And. It was. It was filmed to look like New York, but it just looked like a BBC green screen studio. In Cardiff. In Cardiff. And the story was a little bit dull. So I, I'm sitting there with the boys going, boys, we can watch the Doctor Who Christmas special. And within ten minutes, they were off, because it was boring. And I, I was off, because it was boring. Well, this news is that's coming in the spring. We've got a lot to live up to. Well, With it, a new companion. It certainly... Oh, who's the new companion? Her name is Pearl Mackey. Uh, oh, and, I, yeah, well... And, and she plays a character called hey, Bill. I tell you what, let, come on, add to this list. What is brilliant, Caddick? What is brilliant about 2017? No, about life. But, but when you put, choose a horse and it comes in for you... Yeah, there we go. Win, winning a bet on a horse. I'm going to just put the GGs. There we go. The yeah. GGs. That's brilliant. What, the Bee Gees? The Bee Gees are brilliant. There we go. We've got a brilliant list going. The GGs and the Bee Gees. Yeah. That, that'll do. That'll do, Cads. It's a good start. It's not a bad start, is it, mate? All right, fella. How's, how's Mum doing? Is she all right? Yeah, she's all right. She went to blue earlier. Thanks for calling, Alan. Okay. I mean, I mean, at what... <laughs> At what point in the conversation, how's your mum doing, do, do you do you think what they mean by that is, has she been to the loo recently? I, you know, not nice, but yeah. Um, I, I was going to say thanks, but no cigar, and then I realised maybe there was. Dana! That was... Hip, yo, hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Dana. Hip, hip, hip. 
Happy New Year to you, uh, your family, and all the listeners. No, not the listeners. All right, well, you and your family then. Lino is tweeting me, Ian, I saw a documentary about a bionic man, and he had a fight with Sasquatch. Definitive <laughs> proof. I've seen, I've seen that documentary as well, Lino. <laughs> yeah, I remember that as well. <laughs> I, so it must be true. It must be true. <laughs> the thing is, right, there are so many documentaries, in inverted commas, on YouTube, because guess what? What? Anyone can post something on YouTube and call it a documentary. <gasps> There's documentaries about famous paedophiles, right? Ooh. Like you, you, watch, you watch it and you go, well, me and Kath went down a rabbit hole once and watched all these <laughs> paedophile, celebrity paedophile documentaries. And they go on for hours and they're all just done on iMovie. And it's, so you've got all these crappy swirling effects. And basically all it is is just like text coming up on the screen that tells you why such and such is a paedophile. Um, so no, taking it off Wikipedia, basically. Yeah, there's no actual... No. No actual... Hey, I had to delete something. I, I checked my Wikipedia page for the first time in years the other day. Mm-hmm. What if they put it back? Because um, I don't... I, I, I very rarely do I use Wikipedia. If, if I'm being lazy, I will. But it means nothing to me. Oh, they've taken it out, yeah. Because on my credits, it's, I've got a very long list of credits. I can't read them all to you now. <laughs> um, but the first one was, I can't remember what the first one was, but it was um, about me being a gay man in a gay <laughs> film. I don't know what, I don't even know what it was, but the joke was gay. And um, so I, I deleted that. And I thought, isn't it funny that people are still making gay jokes? Oh, you're gay. Oh, you're, you're, you're gay. Oh, you're, oh he's gay. 2017. 2017. 2017. And, and, and today, I was struggling to try and find something to watch on Netflix, right? And I thought I'd watch, because I watched a documentary about North Korea the other day. Hmm. So I thought I'd watch The Interview. You remember The Interview? Oh, yes, yes. With Very James good. Franco, who I think is yes. absolutely brilliant, and the yes. other fella. And yep. it's, they, they have to go to North Korea to kill Kim Jong-un. It caused a war nearly, it? Caused, didn't it? it nearly caused a war. Sony got hacked. Everyone got hacked. Mm. There were threats of nuclear bombs and all of this stuff. And uh, people people went to the cinema to see it. They were going to get yeah. gunned down and all of that, right? And I watched the first ten minutes. I, I do think James Franco is brilliant, right? And he's playing a chat show host. That's right. And you've got Seth Rogen, haven't you? Yeah. yeah. And he's interviewing Eminem. And yeah. he's going, now, Eminem, some people might find your lyrics homophobic and eminem goes well i don't know how they can because i'm gay and everyone's <laughs> going oh hey he's just come out as gay and then they're doing loads of gay jokes about rectums and stuff and i just i was watching this thinking james franco seth rogan and eminem i don't particularly like eminem but i have respect for him and mm. i thought they're just doing like gay now listen i did a program years ago called the 11 o'clock show we did a lot of gay jokes right? i'm not particularly proud of it it was 15, 16 years ago, 17 years ago, jeez, 17, 18 years ago, God. Um, I'm not particularly proud of it, and some of those clips I watch back, and there's loads of gay jokes, and I cringe with embarrassment, cringe with embarrassment, right? Um, and I was watching this thinking, blimey, is this, is this film should have been banned, not because of the North Korean element, just because of the lame 1980s Mm, gay jokes. Yeah. He's gay. Oh my God, Emma, he's gay. It was just like, oh. I wouldn't want to be it these days. I think it was hard enough when I was growing up, you know, b- 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 being being gay, being a lesbian, and all that. But hey, I tell you, I wouldn't want to. Wouldn't, wouldn't want to do it today. But that that's that's, I, that's a different story. Um, 
I, uh, but, uh, but people ask sometimes, would I be disappointed if my boys were gay? And I would, but only in as much as, not because, um, you know, I'd be like, oh my God, my boys are gay. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd, whatever, whatever, get, you know, love is love, man. Only because, the only reason I'd be disappointed is because of the prejudice that is still existent yeah. in the world now so it wouldn't bother me one, one jot who they sleep with who they want you know beautiful no. as long as you you find someone you love and you're happy that's fantastic but that the, it would upset me knowing that instantly their life is significantly tougher than that yeah, of a heterosexual harder. person yeah. yeah potentially harder because yeah. of just other people's prejudice yeah. and, and ignorance and, and we and boy oh boy haven't we come a long way but but you we, know we you, have. You, you, no, still we get, have. you still get a bit of queer bashing going on yeah. you still and you, course, you, you, what you was do. it um what was i watching oh i can't remember anyway I was, but uh, so, so so um yes so that's james franco in a nutshell dana we'll find out what you called him for after this Unmissable late night radio with the original king of unconventional conversation. Make contact with Ian Lee. Late night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the uh, telephone number. If you want to um, give me a call, you're more than welcome. And the, the, the rules, I'm, I'm sat here asking what's brilliant, right? But you can call in about anything you want. I, I really want to stress that. And I know because Farage is on the other place, we're going to get a load of new listeners tonight. Welcome. You're welcome. You're tired of the hate, too? You're bored of the Brexit and the Trump and the Muslims phone in? Well, you, you found a safe place. Okay. Generally, we don't talk about Trump, Brexit, or Muslims. Um, because... It's pretty standard radio phone-in fare. Christmas, Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve going into Christmas morning. And New Year's Eve going into New Year's morning. They were talking uh, on some other radio stations about... They were talking about those things. They were still doing those phone-ins. Christmas Day, Christmas Day, when I drove my mum back to the care home in the evening. I put a bit of the other place on. And they were doing all the usual. They were doing Brexit and Trump and immigrants. And it's Christmas Day, guys. And Boxing Day. Went to the gym on Boxing Day. <laughs> the gym on Boxing Day. I'll tell you about that later on. I'm losing, I've lost a lot of weight. I've lost a lot of weight in the last week. You won't believe how much weight I've lost. Um, and they were doing all the hate-filled... Phone is on Christmas Day and Boxing Day. I couldn't believe New Year's Eve. New Year's Eve, right? We did the New Year's Eve show, and it was there were some good bits in it. It was really nice to uh, to meet the four gentlemen that came in, and there were some good bits. I don't think I, I came away from the New Year's Eve show a bit disappointed. I didn't quite hit the sweet spot. There were some brilliant bits in it, and of course, all the four people that came in are now worried that it was there for no, 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 not at all, not at all, totally me. I didn't quite hit the sweet spot. I didn't quite deliver the show that I wanted to deliver. And um, so I came away from it a bit disappointed. But it was it was some good good show, some good bits and pieces. I'm not writing it off at all. Um, but it wasn't quite the show that I, I knew that we were capable of delivering. So I, f- I felt a little bit bad about that. Um, and we was the show finished at one, and I said to the four gentlemen, "I'll give you a lift to Waterloo Station. Get in my car. And we're, we're near Waterloo. I'll give you a lift." And we're in this tiny street, Hatfields, and, and on one side, either side of it, there's there's main streets, big streets, right. 
And um, I got in my car and we went to one end of the street and there were barricades up. Can't come through here because people, everyone was leaving the, 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 the fireworks. Okay. We'll go to the other end. Went to the other end. Barricades. We were stuck in the street. We were stuck in the street. So I said to, to JP and Danny and, and John and Evan, guys, you're going to have to get out and walk. Waterloo's that way. They were like, oh, yeah, cool. Okay, fine. There were loads. I mean, literally tens of thousands of people around. And um, I said to Kath, Kath, I texted her saying, we're, we're going to be stuck here for a little bit. Um, the roads are blocked. The roads are we're locked in. I'm going to go and have a word with them and find out how long it's going to be. She thought I was winding her up. So I went down and spoke to, to the, the people at the end. And I said, how long do you think it's going to be before we can drive out? She said, oh, go and ask that copper. So I went and asked the copper. It was very jolly, very jolly. And this was about quarter past one. And he said, oh, it's going to be an hour at least. What? An hour at least. Oh. So I came back here and me and Kath played Uno. Uno, there's a thing that's brilliant. Uno. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. What's brilliant? Um, we played Uno, and then after about half an hour, we said, "Well, we might as well go and have a walk, you know, and see what's going on." And we went off, and we had a walk, and there were tens of—I mean, this is about two o'clock now—tens of thousands of people just puking up, lying in the gutter. And, and I'm not knocking that at all. You know, beautiful. It's New Year's Eve. You have a great time. You knock yourself out. I'm not one of those people rowing. There was a lot of lot of arguments going on. <laughs> lot of arguments. And I'm not one of those people that's, you know, you look at the mail today and it's all shaming women, mainly women, for going out having a good time and getting bladdered. Good on you. You know, it's not, why are we shaming people? Um, but I was thinking, could you all hurry up, please? And it got so late that we even went to a couple of hotels to see if we could get a couple of rooms. But they were all booked up. So we had a, a falafel wrap because that was a street. There was someone selling falafel wraps, and we had that, and then we went and sat back in the thing, and I think we managed to get out of our street about quarter to three, something like that. And then, of course, all the roads were blocked, and we had to, instead of going right, we had to go left and take this really torturous route around South London, and oh, God, it was awful. I got back, well, we got just after four, and Kath got back about half past four. Why am I telling this? There was a reason I'm telling this, and I can't think... um... Oh, so listening to these other stations on the way back, and there was a lovely programme with Simon Callow on 4 Extra, where he was trying to find his old school, and it it was wonderful. He pronounces... Get this, Simon Callow pronounces cul-de-sac, cul-de-sac. There was a magnificent cul-de-sac. I love Simon Callow. So listen to that, and then when that finished, I listened to some of the other phone-in stations. It was the usual. It was immigrants. It was Muslims. It was hate. It was fear. It was stirring it up. It was scaring you. It was... This was New Year's Eve, New Year's morning. Come on, guys. Can we not have... Can we not... Where, where can you just have a laugh these days on the radio? On a phone in rate, where, where can you just have a laugh? There's hardly anywhere. There's a couple of places here. Here you can do it. John Holmes, you can do it. James Whale and Ash, but that's only because you're laughing at their incompetence. It was a... Come on. So, for the new listeners, there was a point to this. I'm finally getting back to thing. Then we'll get back to Dana. Then we'll get to Lee. And then it could be you. 03444991000. We call you back. Um, 
So to, for the new listeners, you're very, very welcome. I'm, I'm glad you, that you, you are tired of the hate. Uh, we don't talk about um, uh, the Muslims. We don't talk about Brexit. We don't talk about Trump. Um, unless you've got something completely original and mind-blowing to say on those things. I mean, you can phone in and talk about being a Muslim, but we're not going to point the finger at you and go, Ugh, you're funny and you blow it. You know, we should be scared of Muslims because they blow us all up. All of that stuff. No, 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 no. We're not, no. This is not a show about hate. Okay, this is a show about love, about celebration, about um, uh, a a, a bunch of people clinging to a rock and uh, spinning through space and doing our best to survive because it's hard work, isn't it? More on that after 11, I think, because I'll I'll tell you about me losing weight and how I'm doing it. The Ian Lee diet. Uh, (laughs) I've lost a lot of weight. Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. Dana. Hello. <laughs> I forgot you were there. Do I do apologise? No, no, no. I think I think the thing is, all that weight you've lost has come my way, um, and I'm desperately trying to send it on to someone. So if somebody would like to ring and take the weight off, well, it me, is I'll like it is like the film, it. The Ring. You once you you got, oh. got you got to pass it on to someone. I I must be the only person that has lost, and I've lost a lot of weight over Christmas. Oh uh, well, well, good for you because yeah. no no one else has. Yeah, I yeah I'm happened. the only person. I'll tell you, I, I'll I'm, tell you how I did it after the north. You've been pumping hard. Yeah. Oh, I've been. You. I've been pumping like crazy. I've got to be careful what I say there because, yes. like I said, I don't want to. Don't want to get. Don't want to fall under the new rules and the no. new regime. No, no. It was a joy to hear your boy. By the way, that was so oh, lovely. Wasn't he, um, wasn't he sweet? And it reminded me because earlier I had a phone call from my niece who's yes. nearly five, and it was just so sweet. You know, she just rang me up, and it was just so lovely to hear her. When they're um, that age, when you can start actually having a proper conversation. Yeah with them that's when it, it enters a whole new world oh it, it's beautiful so but, but obviously you know for you it's, it's totally but no i must just tell you a couple of things and i, I don't want like to get bored i don't want to fall under the new regime and the new yes. rules new regime. um yes. but, but but a couple of things i hired a car for christmas oh. um bright red car never drive um, a red car my nan would always oh. say don't know why and what did i do i scratched it that's why and it did you was, take out the extra, um, the, the no claims policy thing? I did, I did. I took Beautiful. out everything. Beautiful. The scratch, the scratch was 10 inches long. And I did think of trying to cover it up with a red charpie. Yeah. I honestly, all the way home on, on Boxing Day. And when I was driving around Boxing Day, I was thinking maybe I can just use a red sharpie and they'll never know anything. Yeah. But the problem, I'm too honest. So I didn't cover it up with a red sharpie. Good. And obviously they saw it, so I did lose £100 on my deposit. But hey, at least it means I've got a good conscience. And I ended the year feeling quite good. And They would have, they would have found it. They would have exactly. found it anyway. Yeah. So and to I, go and in and hire, be honest, yeah. Yeah, and I want to hire from them again. So, so at least I know that I, I ended the year on Last on time I hired note. a car was when we went to um, uh, bury my dad's ashes in Edinburgh. And I was with my sister, and it was a a tense old time, as you can imagine. And um, at the airport, I had a car, and I don't normally take out the extra insurance. If you pay, like, an extra 25 quid a day or something, you you, you don't have to pay the no claims. Yeah, you don't have to pay the no claims or anything, or you don't have to pay the deposit. Yeah. Um, And I don't normally do that, but for some reason I did. And on literally an hour later, we drove into Edinburgh, and we parked, and I just smashed into a wall in the car park. I just smashed into a wall. I was like, and so I phoned them up, and I said... Can I just check, if I've paid the extra £25 and I crash it, do I have to pay anything more? She went, no, no, no. I said, good, because I've just crashed your car. She went, oh, okay. And then I crashed it the next day again. I went into the back of a car I was following at a roundabout. 
Well, it sounds like you were Double stressed crash. because of the, the circumstances. Yeah. They were extra, extra strain. No, I can't say the word. Extra strenuous. They word. were Dana. They were extra strenuous circumstances. I'm oh, sorry, I've kept you waiting for ages. Now I've got to go because we've got another break coming up. Busy, busy, busy. First hour of the show. Lee, you'll be on after the news. You, dear listener, could be on as well. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk.
thing. Oh, man, I love Marina Palo so much. Isn't she brilliant? We'll, we'll, we'll get her on the show. Well, I'll ask her if she wants to come on the show, and if she doesn't, well, I will uh, find out where she lives, and I will um, implant microphones throughout her house and record that and broadcast that. So... Some of you know that, you know, I've been struggling with mental health issues and with depression and with, uh, you know, at its worst, it gets, you know, feelings of suicidal and, and, and stuff like that. Uh, and so I'm on uh, a lovely combination of uh, medication, citalopram and metazapine. And metazapine, I guess I've been taking for, gosh, I don't know, eight months, something like that. I don't know. Uh, and it's brilliant, right? It's a brilliant drug because what it does is it reduces your anxiety to almost nothing and it knocks you out and you sleep a lot. It's brilliant. You you know, you just sleep a lot. Um, the downside is it doesn't make you fat. You put, you put on a lot of weight because you're constantly hungry, constantly craving carbohydrates and there is one school of thought, I don't know how true this is, I kind of buy into it, but th- there are some people that dispute it. It um, messes around with the way, with your metabolism and the way your body processes sugar. And I went from, and I don't know how heavy I was, I was under 15 stone, I was 14 something, I'm sure. I was never particularly one for weighing myself, but I was under 15 stone. And um, I went as high as uh christmas day christmas eve christmas day i was 16 stone seven 16 stone seven six six seven something like that 16 so and i i had um a big old gut and i you know i've always been quite a skinny bloke then when i turned 30 i started putting a bit of weight and then i stopped drinking and doing all kinds of shenanigans and I started putting on a bit more weight. But that was all right. I looked a bit better with that. I was too skinny when, when I was, you know, on the other stuff. Um, and uh, But this was too big. And this isn't in any way uh, a fat-shaming thing. This isn't an attack on, on on overweight people or any of that, right? This is just how I felt with it. Lee, I will come to you in a bit, I promise. 03444991000. This is just how I felt about myself. And the turning point for me was when, uh, and I'm embarrassed to say it, but I'm going to say it. The turning point for me was when I struggled to put my socks on my feet. I had to turn my body in a funny, I couldn't just bend over and put my socks on. I had to kind of go do it from the side to put my socks on. And I thought, yeah, that's, um, that's not a good, um, that's not good. And it's that, it, it, it was weighing up that balance of, um, uh, being overweight versus to be, I wanted to kill myself, I guess. Um, and I couldn't shift the weight, couldn't shift it. And I would not eat. And I joined a gym, as you know, and at best, at the best I could do was, was hold my weight steady by not eating and going to the gym. I could hold my weight steady. It wasn't going down at all, which is what makes me think it, 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 it messes with your metabolism right? and the way your body processes sugars and fats and things like that um and also while i was on this i still felt lousy i, st- I was still i was sleeping a lot i could sleep for a good 12 hours sometimes a good 15 hours I was always tired still felt the anxiety had gone for the most part I was still there a bit still felt miserable 
Um, and still would have moments where I thought, oh, God, I just want to kill myself. And they were just like that, oh, God, I want to kill myself. Um, and in the run-up to Christmas, I was getting more and more, I was getting quite anxious about Christmas. And I was getting really upset because there are a couple of people, th- th- lots of people online uh, like to have a pop, and that's kind of fine. But there are a couple of people, in inverted commas, broadcasters, who, for some reason, I don't know why, took against me and um, decided to to come in for the kill and would send me threatening emails or one of them sent me a message that started, hey, depressed boy, um, you're a pathetic winker and all of this stuff. And I'm thinking, what if I don't know what I've done? And there's a little bit of blackmail in there. And I think, I don't know what I've done to warrant this. And I was taking it on board more and more. And it was, I was allowing it, I was allowing it, it wasn't, I was allowing it to, um, to, to affect me and to, 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 it was getting me down, man. It was getting me really, really down. And that combined with the weight, combined with the fact that my head isn't wired properly, um, it, it the run up to Christmas was kind of tough and I was, I was not looking forward to Christmas. Okay, and my head isn't wired up properly. It, 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 there are things that um, that other people can kind of play around with that actually I probably can't play around with. Things like drugs and like alcohol and like um, chocolate and like shopping and like porn and like sex and all these kind of things that uh, actually, for me, are not particularly uh, uh, healthy. And my head was going crazy and crazier. So, 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 so. We're getting, there is a point to this, a kind of a point to it. Um, on Christmas Day, I weighed myself, and I was sixteen stone seven, and I hadn't eaten that much on Christmas. I, I, at Christmas Day, I'd, I'd had a, I'd had a good Christmas dinner, and that was it. And I got to sixteen stone seven. And I thought, right, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna stop these pills now. I don't recommend this. I'm not saying this is what you should do. Sensible advice would be to go and speak to your doctor. Um, but I decided I'm going to stop taking these pills, and I'm going to make a real effort to lose some weight okay so the last time i took the pills i think it wasn't christmas eve because i knew i had to be up early if i'd taken one i wouldn't be able to get up early so did i take i might have taken one christmas night i might have taken one christmas night that might have been the last one uh the metazapine still on the satellaphone but metazapine and so i stopped taking the metazapine Right. And I read up the side effect, potential side effects. Are, is, and someone who's stopped taking antidepressants in the past. It's a bumpy old ride. Okay, it is a bumpy old ride. Um, and I read up what the potential side effects were, and I kind of steeled myself for them. And I, I kind of, you know, give myself permission that if if it gets too bumpy, I can bail out. I can go back on them. And, and uh, but I, I went for a cold turkey, no cutting down. I thought I'm just going to stop. Thirty milligrams a day. I'm going to stop. Um, and I did. Uh, so I guess the last one was on uh, was on Christmas night, Saturday, a week ago. And um, I've gone. De- get this right. In a week, just over a week, I've gone down from sixteen seven to fifteen ten. Imagine, imagine, sixteen seven to fifteen ten in a week. Flipping heck! Now, 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 now. There's still a bit more to go. I want to get under fifteen stone if I can. Um, 
and it's it's just dropped off partly because i have no appetite at all the appetite is gone beautiful uh, I can deal with that. I know this is not, you know, again, I'm not saying you should do this. I'm not suggesting you should do this. I'm just saying this is what I did. And it's probably not the most sensible advice. But I know my body pretty well, and I will speak to my doctor at some point. But I've lost a staggering amount of weight in a very short time. That will slow down. I've been to the gym a lot. went to the gym on Boxing Day. went to the gym three times last week. been to the gym today. would have been four times last week. But um, uh, my wife was working at uh, short notice, so I had to look after the kids. Fine. Um, I went to a circuits class, I went to a fat burn class, and I think I went to a spin class last week. I did a spin class this evening. Um, chocolate is pretty much gone. But I, I, I'm not beating myself up too much if, if, if I kind of have a little bit. I'm just, I'm just not hungry. I'm not hungry. Side effects, the side effects, is this is hard work, I tell you that. On Christmas, on New Year's Eve... I'd had a headache all week, a very low uh, headache all week. And on New Year's Eve, my head started going bubbly. And I can't explain it any better than that. If you've come off antidepressants or you've missed a couple of days, you'll know what I mean. It wasn't the electric shocks. It was like a bubbly head. And um, I've kind of had that on and off since New Year's Eve. That's kind of tough. Um, I have felt quite nauseous and if i eat too much dairy i have to go and lie down for a couple of hours i can't i literally can't stomach it i I got some cheese at christmas and i had a bit of cheese the other night and i had to go and lie down i thought i was going to puke i I had some chocolate today i had to go and lie down because i thought i was going to puke um what other side effects are there i haven't felt suicidal yet although that is a potential one that's a fun one to look forward to um Oh, I had a little cry in the kitchen yesterday because we didn't have any water. Now, I wasn't crying because we didn't. We we have a bit of trouble with the water, and Thames water are coming out every single day, and it's we're getting there. We didn't have water yesterday, so I had a little cry in the kitchen. And I've not cried for, for, for quite a while. One of the things of this metazapine is it makes it really hard to cry. So I had a little cry about that, and of course I wasn't crying about the water. I was crying because um, my head was all over the shop because chemicals are rushing about in my brain because my body is craving a chemical that it's not been having for a week. I was crying for um, every love affair that's ended in the past and every, you know, potential love affair that won't ever be in the future. All of the, you know what I mean? All of these things. And I had a little cry in the kitchen. And here's what I'm, what I'm allowing myself to do. Every time I feel negative or I feel sick or I have a little cry or I feel lousy, I am, I'm allowing myself to feel it. And I'm also taking myself to one side and remembering that this, for the next few weeks, this is what it's going to be like, man. That it's a chemical thing. It's a chemical thing. And uh, I'm combating it. Get this. I'm combating it by going to the gym, by walking the dog. I'm doing, um, oh, I'm doing affirmations. Affirmations. I know. Me doing affirmations. Um, and they're quite good. I'm out walking the dog. I, I, say, I say all these positive things about myself out loud. If you see me walking the dog, I'll be muttering away to myself. And they're kind of, you know, they're kind of a, 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 a Californian kind of thing. But do you know what? I, I just need a little bit of reprogramming. 
Because my constant thing is when I mess up, I messed something up earlier on in here, and my, I, I, I muttered to myself, oh, I wish I was dead. I muttered, muttered, I wish I was dead. Just because I messed up something. I messed up something earlier on. I wish I was dead. Uh, that's my that's my natural default setting. Isn't that nuts? So every time I do that, I'll just spin it around and give a little positive affirmation. Um, and trying to reprogram some of the neural pathways, guys. I buy into all that stuff. Um, so that's where I am. There was a reason that I'm telling you that, and I can't think what it was. I certainly don't recommend it as a um, weight loss program. I'm not suggesting that you do this. I, the, you know, common advice, of course, is sensible advice is go and see your doctor. But of course, I couldn't see my doctor over Christmas. And I wanted to do something, and I know my body, and I know, you know, I'm kind of, you know, I have a network of, uh, I have a, a great friend bloke called Paul that I can call up every, pretty much every day, he's just a mate, and I can kind of check in with him and tell him how I'm feeling, and he makes suggestions and stuff like that. I've got my therapist fella that I'm seeing tomorrow for the first time in a few weeks, and I'll make an appointment to go and see my psychiatrist at some point in the future. Um, so that's where I am. Um, oh, I'll tell you something that's done as well. And maybe this is coincidence because I do get like this when I have a bit of time off work anyway. But it's infused me for this job. It's infused me for this. It's made me feel really creative. And I've come up with a long list of people that um, I want to get on the show. I've come up with some great ideas for the show that me and Kath are going to pursue tomorrow night. It's it's women callers only. Did I tell you that, Catherine? It's women callers only. We're doing that tomorrow. Um, And we've got loads of other projects on the go, me and Kath. So... There's all these bits and pieces, and I think that's kind of happened since I've come off the pills. Why am I telling you this? Because, you know, I feel we have a, a, a relationship where you, you know more about me than, than a lot of my family do, if I'm completely honest. Um, and I thought you just might be interested to know that that's sort of where I am, really. Uh, you don't have to call in about that, of course. 0344 499 1000. Lee, you've been waiting for ages. I will come to you in a minute, I promise. We can carry on talking about things that are brilliant. I'm going to invite Catherine Boyle in in a minute, and we're going to just list things that we think are brilliant. You can call in about anything you want. 0344 499 1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The wild man of late night radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. Lee! Hip, hip, hip. Hip, 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 Lee. How are you? I'm all right, thank you. I'm making a conscious effort to try and change my life and turn it around. It's hard work, but I feel I've been a bit passive the last eight months, which is fine, because that's what I needed to do. But I'm going to have a go at grabbing life and riding it. That's your New Year's resolution? No. No? No, don't do them. They're silly. Okay. They're silly. I'm just going to have a go at... at, 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 But this is what I meant to say, by the way. To the two broadcasters that have been attacking me online, thank you so much. Seriously, thank you. Because their anger and their hatred for for no reason that I know of. I wish they'd let me know if I'd done something wrong, because I would, you know, I'd apologise. Well, I I think there's jealousy. I think there might be, but... 
I think one of them actually, one's a narcissist, and I think the other one is is is, is possibly mentally ill. And I don't say that flippantly. I'm, I, I I say that with with love and respect, um, because I've been kind of looking at them online a little bit and just just seeing the, the anger that they generate. And I just think God, that that isn't normal. Um, but thank you because I, I, it, you've both made me realise I don't want to be a part of that poison. I don't want to be a part of that hatred. And what the, what me and Kath are doing with this show is so much. Um, uh, it, I don't want to say better because that is um, is right. We're doing the right thing, and the f- the fact that they're getting angry and uh, upset about it is possibly jealousy, is possibly fear. I don't know what it is, but um, I want to thank them very much, and I hope they find peace. Right. Well, I'd like to say it was lovely to hear your son. Yeah, it was. No, he was good, wasn't he? He's, he's going to be seven in uh, the two Eve weeks. Show and you said he was asleep. Yeah, he fell asleep at twenty past nine, and he was um, he was gutted. <laughs> and also, my nephew Dylan came on the New Year's Eve show, and he, he revealed some pretty intimate stuff. And my totally my fault. He didn't know he was on the radio, and he was devastated, absolutely devastated that he'd said that stuff on the radio. And I feel I feel, and, and I know that there's a lot of love for him, and there were so many positive messages for him. Um, but I, I, that was bad. That was bad uncling on my part i should have i should have when he came on said deals by the way mate you're on the radio and yeah. i didn't and i let him down and i feel really bad about that i let the boy down and i love him so much anyway anyway lee what do you have well i wanted to i wanted to say that listening to your son reminded me of my daughter oh yeah she's four years old oh yeah and she was adopted out Struth. how uh how come well, I conceived her on the... I conceived her with the mother in December 2011. Yeah. Then I split up with the mother. Yeah. She was born on the 8th of the 8th, 2012. Yeah. I didn't see her. I didn't get to... I, the mother wouldn't let me see her. And then six months later, social services contacted me through a private detective, through a PI. Oh, blimey. They were looking for me. They couldn't find me in the electoral roll because I wasn't on the electoral roll. Yeah. So they found me eventually through this PI. Yeah. And I got in touch with them, and they said, we want to do a blood test to make sure you're the father. Yeah. Because we're taking her off the mother. Why were they taking off the mother? Because the mother wasn't looking after her properly. Oh, man. Exactly. She was immature. She was a real kid. She was 19. Yeah. And she had uh, borderline personality disorder. So she was a bitch, basically. Well, 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 Lee, 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 That's come on. That's what it means. Trust no, me. no, no, it means. no, it doesn't. But borderline personality disorder does not mean a bitch. It does. No, Lee, come on, mate. It it doesn't. You, you, she may have been a bitch to you, but, board, but the borderline personality disorder does not mean that. You okay, fair enough. But whatever. But anyway, they were taking her off her because she wasn't looking after her properly. Right, so you, you stepped up to the plate and you... you uh... I wanted to take her on. Right. And they said, okay, well, we'll consider you. And in the meantime, you get to see every three weeks at a contact centre in Lydney, Gloucestershire. Yeah. Um, and I saw her every three weeks for a year. Yeah. And it was lovely. I, I got to spend time with her. I got to play games with her. She was um, up until up, up until she was about eighteen months old. Yeah. And it was lovely. I had a great time with her. We had fun. We played. We giggled. And then they said, "We can't. We can't let you have her because you're schizophrenic." Because you're schizophrenic. Yeah. Right. So she got adopted out. But what happened was, they said, "They said, who can we adopt? Can we adopt her out to one of your family members?" Yeah. And I thought, well, I can't think of anyone. No. Uh, then my mother stepped up to the plate. Mm. And she said, I'll adopt her. So my mother adopted her. So do you still get to see, you get still get to see her then? 
No, because what happened was my mother's husband left her. He's taking notes, Kath. Right, okay, g- g- go on. My mother's husband left her after about a month of them having Melody. My mother's husband left her, Roy. He left her. Right. So my, mother, my mother's in her 50s. Right. And she was like, I can't look after her anymore. Well, she, she'd adopted her. She adopted her. She, she, so she after a month of adoption... Oh, hang on a minute. After a month of adoption, she went, oh, I can't do this. Yes. Flipping heck. So I lost her. Well, surely when you adopt someone... They're your kid. Yes. For life. For life. That's what adoption means. But she gave her up. Because Roy had left her. Because her husband had left her. Well, so she wasn't that committed then? I guess not. So, so, where is she now? She got adopted by a lovely couple. Yes. Who had their own biological daughter. Yeah. Who was a couple of years older. And I get a letter once a year. I've had two so far. Yeah. It's been a couple of years. Yep. And um, she's been abroad. She's got a wetsuit. Well. She's um, she's loving preschool and loving big school. Well, that's good. And uh, she's got a lovely life. Um, and how does that make you feel, that you only get a letter once a year? Well, put it this way. She's got a much better parents than I could have been. Yeah. I mean, I would have loved it a bit. I would have mm. done everything for her. I would have run around and panicked and crapped myself every time she fell over. Mm. But I couldn't have been a patch on the parents that they are. Well, um, it's a, a complicated um, uh, uh, story, but uh, hopefully with a happy ending. Yeah, she's got a lovely parent who have an older daughter, so she's got a big sister. Well, that's brilliant. I'm really and pleased. And they take her abroad... You know what I mean? Yeah, I do. I couldn't take her abroad. I'd be too scared. Yeah. I, could, I couldn't take a child abroad. I'd be too worried about the consequences. Yeah, well. So she's got a much better life now than she would have had if she'd have been with me. So, you know, I'm I'm happy for her. I love her to bits, and I'm happy for her. I've got a picture of her on top of my TV, in, in, my, in my front room. My TV and my sofa and my bed are all in my front room. Mm-hmm. And on top of my TV is a picture of her when she was about 18 months old, and she's beautiful. And I look at her every day, and I read the letter, and I think, you know, well, she's got a great life now, and she's going to have a great life until she's 18. And then when she's 18, I'll meet her. Well, Lee, uh, I appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you. Okay. Nice one, man. Okay. Blimey. What make you think, eh? Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late nights, Ian Lee on air and off the leash on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Um, Boyle is here. Yeah. Is that facing you? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. It's quiet though, isn't it? Well, or am I, quiet? I like that. Oh. No, I'm a fan of that. I think that works. <laughs> we need a vocal hierarchy. So this is a microphone muzzle. Wow. Kinda. 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 Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. Um, let's go to Richard. Okay. And then we're just gonna ping back and forth. Brilliant things. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I can do that. You can do that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, Richard. Uh, hi, Carrot Cake. Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm just contemplating. No cake for me. 
Oh yeah, of course you've, you've lost weight. Um, um, I've lost weight, and I, I intend to lose more weight. So the cakey is gony. Yeah, uh, about a couple of weeks ago, um, obviously you've, uh, you, you know, you, uh, you told us. Uh, well, you took. Well, I was a bit surprised that you. Well, not really surprised, but you actually uh, said where you, uh, uh, where your uh, specialist comes from. You know, the you said you, you saw someone from the fiery. Uh, I don't know if you remember saying that. What did I say? I think you said you saw someone. You see someone from the priory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see a psychiatrist there. Yeah. That, you know, I'm, uh, to be honest, I'm in a bad way right now. Uh, but I, you know, I thought, bizarrely, that once the year would change number, you know, this is totally logical, Yeah, that things would be all right. Uh, we invest a lot of um, weight in this, um, y- y- 2016 was a bad year, but 2017 is going to be the year. And it, 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 it's, it's, all, it's all the same. It's all, you know, it's all a continuation. So, yeah, the, the, once that calendar flips over, nothing changes. Of course. I mean, I uh, originally thought, you know, because 2016 just started getting worse and worse as it went along. Yeah. Uh, the thing, the, the bizarre thing was, by the middle of it, you know, I was upset more about things like Brexit, obviously. Yeah. Uh, things that were more global, in a way. But by the end, you know, I couldn't even give a monkey about Brexit. Yeah. Uh, other things had, had taken over. Uh, but I don't know, it just felt, you know, this, like, I thought, you know, it just quick, bizarrely, yeah. But, but one thing that's been stopping me from seeing someone, which I know I need to, because I've been behaving, you know, weird. Uh, you know, I've caught this trap to people unnecessarily. Yeah. And everything. Uh uh, you know, I'm worried about seeing someone and I'm not, you know, not not being the right person because if you like a trip advisor, you know, you can you go in on holiday, you can go on trip advisor and say, oh, that's a that's a good hotel, that isn't a good hotel, so you know, the good hotel. Are you worried that but people I, are saying you're a bad hotel? <laughs> well, I'm just worried that I'm going to get, you know, I'm worried that I don't know how to pick a, you know, the right psychiatrist or psychotherapist or whatever. Um, um, well. You, know, you, you said you basically, you know, you you say it sounds like you. you but how did you choose? I mean, sounds you know, sounds like you paid. You know, you obviously it's a big name priory. And well, the, I, my therapist isn't. My psychiatrist is at the priory, oh, right. and um, I only he's he's expensive man, and I can't really afford to see him too often. Um, so I see him about once every three to six months. And he basically, what a psychiatrist does, a psychiatrist is the one that comes up with the combination of drugs for you, right? And and he also offers other suggestions of, of, of people that I might want to speak to and books that I might want to read and stuff. But, but basically, he's a chemist. And um, I've been seeing this guy for... I don't know, eight years, and before that I was seeing another guy there for a few years, but he retired, and, um... So this is the guy that gives me the drugs. My therapist is a bloke, uh, that, uh... uh and I've seen a few, and I've had... I saw one years ago, and she was lovely. Then I saw one that was rubbish. Then I saw one that was an absolute genius. This this American guy, he was a genius, right? And he was 
brilliant and he really straightened out a few things with me but he was just way too expensive and i couldn't i couldn't justify it um and and the guy that i'm seeing now is is really clever and he's really good and we get on really well and, I, and he's affordable and stuff but it's still expensive you know it's just it, it's it's a lot of money um i mean i don't mind I mean, I don't mind paying top dollar as long as I'm getting results. But you I'm just have to find dollar. someone. I mean, uh, how did I get this guy? This guy was this guy was recommended by the really expensive guy. I mean, the really expensive guy. I'm not even going to say how much it was because it was crazy money. Um, but he was he was a genius. Um, uh, 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 it's just a case of kind of shopping around. Or, or, or this guy I'm seeing now, a friend of mine, got in touch a few months ago. And said, I'm struggling. And I said, oh, why don't you speak to this bloke and, and have a word with him? And he, he might work for you. And I, I think they're now kind of working together on stuff, which is great. Um, so, you know, your GP is a good place to uh, to go. Uh, having a look online is quite a good place to go. Having someone that's near you is, you know, is kind of an important important thing. Someone you can get to easily and someone that you can afford uh, you, uh, one thing I was going to ask you was, uh, you uh, you just answered that question actually because I until you know you came out just over a year ago that you suffered from depression. Yeah, I don't think I've ever heard. You know, you had, obviously had, you know, had none of us. You know, the fans hadn't, hadn't heard it. You mentioned it before, and now you basically said you've been seeing people for years now. Yeah. My my question was, you know, have you was it like a, a particular event? You know, just over a year ago. Uh, triggered it or was it uh sounds like it was ongoing oh it's been ongoing i had a breakdown last year though because i got shafted in my old place of work and a place that yeah, i loved so, and know, a place we, that we i was so proud of and working for people that i thought were my friends and doing something that i was was so proud of and working for a, a corporation that i was was thrilled to have their three letters on my on my badge um and i was really badly let down and it was such a um a spiraling uh you know it it was like being divorced and um by someone you love and you think everything's all right and then suddenly they say i, I don't love you anymore and we're never seeing each other again it was it was awful such a sense of betrayal so that that prompted a breakdown which is why perhaps i've been more vocal about it but um oh i've been nuts for years richard yeah i mean i've never known i mean obviously maybe you know but, but i haven't never, obviously we haven't uh we didn't know that did we you know in the community uh well you know maybe uh you know it's uh it's probably something to do there's probably a connection between uh you know flawed genius like Rodney Rodney well, i don't know about the, that i just don't think my, I, I don't know about that i don't think my head's wired up properly that's that, that's the thing and there's there's you know there's stuff life is hard work man and life is not um to, to quote john lennon nobody told me there'd be days like these life you know you think you're gonna grow up and it, it'll be everything will be easy and and it's not and it's There's hard work and relationships you, and work and everything the one thing that you did say that has given me a little a little bit of comfort which may give you comfort if you look at it in the right way yeah uh you were sort of saying that you were you know you're getting old you're 43 yeah. you know you'll you may only have 30 40 years to live you're yeah. worried about dying uh but what I actually look at that as a positive, when I'm 42, yeah. and I look at that, oh, I've only got 20 or 30 years to go. Yeah, yeah, so, no, I know that thinking. I know I know that thinking. But then, right, you know George Michael died, right? And he's, uh, yeah. he, he was only 53. He had an estate worth £105 million. Pounds for, for faith. That's it, basically, for faith. Yeah. Um, and I'm thinking, 
Christ, he's only 10 years old. He's only 10 years older than me. Now, there's all kinds of things coming about what he may or may not have been up to. Um, but he's only 10 years older. I don't want to die in 10 years. And then I think my dad died at about 63. I don't want to die in 20 years. There's stuff I want to see my boys growing older. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared of death as well. I know, but I, you know, uh, one thing I'm, I'm just worried about, you know, you know how painful it's going to be and how long it will. You know, if I don't wake up tomorrow morning, yeah, that will be a result. Yeah, I, I would say because you know, I would not have witnessed the, you know, the, the decline and whatever leads to death. I know, uh, I know what you mean, man. I know what you mean, and there'll be some people going what, but I get, I, yeah, I know what you mean totally. Um, what are you going to do, Richard? Uh, well, I think I'll, yeah, I need to see the, uh, CGP. Have you booked an appointment? I haven't yet, no. Book an appointment, right, and you might be lucky, because some GPs are brilliant and some are rubbish (laughs) when it comes to this kind of stuff. Um, but go and have a word with your GP, and if you're not happy with what they say, then go and get a second opinion. Yeah. Okay, thanks, thanks for that. Good luck, man. Yes. Good luck. I mean, it's more, it's more than luck. This is, you know, this is everything's on the line here. But um, I, I wish you the best. That's better. Take care. Take care, Richard. Um, there we go. There we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. We're going to do a list of brilliant things after this. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Yeah, go on, put a microphone on, John. Put it on. Yeah, you might as well. Evening, dear listener. Um, late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. It's a bank holiday tonight. Yeah. So, you know, good people f- are still drinking up. Good for you. Supping up. What was left? Supping up. Your Christmas tree is down. Christmas tree is down, and I found loads of chocolate today. Oh. Yeah. Well, we got hidden it in the tree. You got hidden it in the tree? We wow. hidden it in the tree. I worked out what that means. We'd so. hidden the chocolate in the tree. Yeah. You know, them like dangly ones. Tree chocolates, yes. That's what they're called. Gosh, they should call them that. Aren't that's, they call them that? that's what they are called. Tree chocolates. Well, aren't they called danglers? That's something completely different. <laughs> Anyway, we've had those down. The kids have had all the ones they like. They don't like the caramel ones for some reason. Oh, Too I like complicated. Them. I like the caramel ones. Okay, well I'll bring you. No, a don't, don't. No. I'll let you have a sniff. Of oh no. Them and so we found them, and um, I've still got bags of um, presents from my parents' yeah. house because they have to go over there. Father Christmas. Best present you got? Best present I got. Best present I got. I got some. Um, you were going to say something rude there, weren't you? No, I got. I can't remember what I got because when you're the mum, you don't um, get. Like, I got a GoPro. Did you? Yeah, I got a GoPro. I got perfume. Yeah. Like nice perfume. But because I had a cold all over Christmas, yeah. I couldn't smell it. No. It's nice though. I can smell it now just about. Well, something smells. <laughs> I got. But it's, a, but it's a cheap GoPro. It's not top of the range. What is it? Is it a real one, it's or is go- it like the NAFCO of GoPros? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a GoPro, but it, but I need to work. I think it's one of the ones that you clip to your head. What? Uh, so you can Someone clip it to your head. Someone thinks you're an idiot. So you can clip it to your head like you're on, your, on your bike. Or I'm gonna, uh, what I'm going to do is I'm going to clip it on a stick so it's facing me, and I'm going to film me constantly, my, just my face. Because you don't spend enough time talking to yourself. No, I don't. No. Um, got some good books. Got the new Alan Bennett. Oh, I got some good books. I got a Stuart McConey one. Yeah, 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 yeah. I got... The Pie um, at Night, it's called. 
Why does he always put the word pie in his book? Because northerners like pies. Simon Reynolds, Shock and Awe, The uh, History of Glam Rock. He's coming on the show to talk about it. It's a cracking book. I mean, it's it's. Your sister weighty. got your dad, didn't she? Yeah. Oh, I did, oh. It's weighty. And I was looking at getting him on the show last year, and I thought, I've blagged so many books, I can't blag this. And then I got that, and it is, it is weighty. It's, it's a, t- a tough old read, <laughs> but it's brilliant. And i tell you why it's brilliant, right? Because, um, A, he writes about Gary Glitter. No one writes about Gary Glitter, and he writes about Glitter, and it's it's fascinating. He writes about how the, they created the, um, the the sound, the Glitter sound. It's all Mike Leander. Mike Leander co-wrote all the Gary Glitter hits, right? And he kind of made the sound, and it's just him in the studio with these drums, double-tracking these drums and putting loads of effects on so it sounds his big, fat thing. And then he, he couldn't really play guitar, so he tuned the guitar, so it's... Oh, really? Yeah. Um, Maybe I should learn that Mike, And Mike Leander, of course did the string arrangement for She's Leaving Home by the Beatles. Oh. Uh, so it's really interesting. And he also is good because he um, writes about Slade be- as a credible rock band, which is what I've always said. Of they are. In well, fact... I've always said... Funny you should say that. I gave uh, Noddy's manager a nudge again today. Oh, yeah? So when's he coming on? I don't know, because uh, okay. last time I heard from him was, like, uh, April last year, when he okay. said he'd get back to me in May. Never. OK. Well, so that's something to look forward to, him not getting back to us. Um, well, I'll keep pestering him. But Simon Reynolds is going to come on. Mm-hmm. Um, and also over Christmas, lots of you... Well, lots of you... Everyone knows that I like time travel movies. It's the greatest genre. Um, and so I feel a bit nauseous. I mean, there's me talking about those pills, and I'm, I'm getting a little wave of nausea. Um, it'll be fine, guys. It's just my body. It's just my body. I'll... No, don't... What? Well, if you're going to hurl, hurl into the bin. I'm not, I'm not going to hurl. That's the problem. I wish I could... Um, but lots of you recommended a time travel drama on Netflix. Oh, yeah, I saw people recommending that. Well, I because the thing is, there are two, and I think people were... I think I watched the wrong one, because I think people were recommending Frequency, which is a TV spin-off of the movie Frequency, which... Um, remember when my dad died, and I bought loads of time... I went nuts and bought loads of time travel movies, and I, the first one I watched was Frequency, and I can't remember who's in it, but it's a cracking film from the 90s. And it's about it's this. It's as good as Chronocriminus. <laughs> it's better than that. Uh, and it's about this guy, and he's got a CB radio, and he ends up talking to his dad in 1969. Yeah, you told me about that. And he manages to save his life. And, I, and, and there's me, literally a week after my dad's died, and I'm suddenly I'm watching a film about a guy who can talk to his dead dad. Jeez, I was in pieces. Mm-hmm. You watched Contact as well, didn't you? What's Contact? The one Jodie Foster talking to her dead dad who was an alien. No, man, I didn't watch that because yeah, that's, not, that's not time travel. I know, but you still watched that. I, I remember you watch it and me telling you not to because it's watch awful. It. I didn't watch it. After all that, her dad is an alien. Well, spoiler alert, guys. Anyway, so the, 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 the TV series, and I watched the first half of that and it was rubbish. But there's another program on there called Travellers, starring. With one L. Yeah. So it's Travellers with one L, right? And I thought, oh, that's just because it's to do with, like, the computery writing and stuff. But it turns out that in America. They spell travellers with one L. The perverts. That's insane. Because it looks wrong. It looks wrong. And I thought, first of all, I thought, oh, that's how you spell travellers. And I thought, no, that can't be right. But then it's all to do with, like, the writing kind of pops up. And I thought, oh, maybe it's it's computer writing. It's a design thing. Yeah. Um, But no... And then I go and then I googled it. I'm googling how do you spell travelers and in America you spell travelers with one L. 
Nuts. Anyway, it's brilliant. It's got Will from Will and Grace in it. I like him. Yeah, he's good. I was in a bar, same bar as him once, but I didn't know who he was at the time. This was years ago. Good story. With um, a guy called Andy Suckling, who developed the Suckling manoeuvre. I can say no more. Um, and he's in it, Eric McCormack. Yes. He's brilliant. And I was watching it, and it's actually, is brilliant. I caned it all in two days. Twelve episodes. Whenever you see a thing and it says, a Netflix original, you always think, oh, yeah, yeah. It is absolutely brilliant. Primo. Um, it is brilliant. Really top-notch time travel drama, right? And I saw Eric McCormack, and he's got, like, half a million followers on Twitter. And I looked at all the other actors. They're all unknowns. They've got, like, 5,000, 6,000 followers on Twitter. So I've messaged them all, saying, do you fancy coming on my UK radio show to talk about travellers? And one of them's got back. So one of the actors... I nearly said actress then, but we don't say that anymore, do no. we? Um, one of the the it's like l- comedian. Don't do it anymore. One of the lady actors. Oh, what? She's hot. Oh, Ian, stop it! What have I said? Just get a hot on. lady actor. Mm. What have I said? I can't do anything right with you lot. You lot. Bird, Women. Birds. <laughs> Anyway, so this actor's coming this actor's on. Com- this actor's coming on, yeah. Excellent. And I'm really excited because it's, it's such a good programme. I'm, re- I'm, I'm really looking forward to it. So those are some of the guests. Speaking of time travel, I thought of a good um, present I got for Christmas. Oh, yeah. Um, which was the um, Doctor Who book about the, one of the Doctor Whos. Oh, yeah. The, uh, I got you that. Not Colin Baker. No. That other fella. Tom Baker. Other Baker. Yeah, really funny. From like the fifth... Line. Well, you confused me because you tweeted the fifth line. Oh, yeah, was I was thinking the third, and there, yeah, because yeah, I recounted. I couldn't. I was reading. I couldn't it. see through the tears of laughter. Um, it's the I, way he describes his agent as the second most beautiful agent in Europe. Is that the line that was funny? <laughs> yes. Because I, I really. Because I was reading in his voice, the second most beautiful agent. In, yeah, maybe. he's not. He's not an old black man. What you do it then? You do. I'm the doctor. No, that's, no, that's so Roger you're Moore. doing the same one. I'm doing Roger Moore. Um. The Doctor. <laughs> no, that's Sylvester McCoy. The Doctor. The Doctor. I'm the Doctor. I didn't realise that he was a Scouser. Is I that he was Welsh or something. Is that call for me, John? No. This one. He's tra- it, but hang on, turn your microphone on. Turn your microphone on. This is John, who I haven't, uh, who I haven't worked with for about 12 years. For good and reason, I, it we're, we're, about to, we're about to find out why. Um... Well, go on, John. <laughs> he's, hang on, he's, he's got to re- remix um, Ignition. Hang on. Oh, I've got to, there yeah, we go, he's there. The microphone. So right. it says on my screen, Chris on the M60. Is he for, is he for me? He is for you, but um, I just called him back and then the line dropped off because yeah. he's in his car, he's travelling right. with two L's. And, Thank you. Uh, he's paying uh, attention, yeah. unlike good. a lot of people who yeah. work on this show. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> obviously he's in a dead zone because he can't pick up the signal. So I will try calling him back. Okay. Often call him back. I will. By the way, just while we've got a minute, how have the last ten years been for you, all right? Um, quick, yes. Great catch-up, lovely. Okay. We used to work at the other place. It's funny seeing his face behind the glass, because the other place, he was um, behind the glass with me. Um, the good days, the good old days, I like to call those, Catherine. Oh, not the dark days. No, 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 those are the good old days. And then the last ten years have been basically a sea of misery. Yeah, it perked up in the last three. All right, let's ignore what happened this time last year but apart from that brilliant 0344 
499-1000 is the telephone number. If you can give it, now is a good time to give us a call because we're going to go to a break. We're going to play the news and um, then we've got another hour of this. Uh, 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 you got the hang of it yet? Do you understand how it works? You can call in about basically anything. We wanna, do want to carry on a list of things that are brilliant. And me and Kath will play things that are brilliant tennis in a bit. Yeah. Um, uh, but you can call in about that, of course. Um, you can call in about the state of your mental health. Always happy to talk about that. And I did get a little bit worried last year that maybe we talked about it too much. No, I don't think we do. I don't think we do. So we'll, 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 well, clearly some people still have a problem yeah, with it. Yeah, so. yeah. No, exactly. So we'll do that. You can call in about absolutely anything you want. And I don't know. It, it's kind of freeing and unnerving and unsettling because i'm not set here giving you a question i'm not giving you an agenda that you need to call in about and and you know to the detriment of of the number of calls we get but the quality of calls is superb late night ian lee on talk radio we have ways of making you talk
I do think she's excellent, Marina Ballo. Found that CD in the, in the the back of my car. So oh, I don't know. I've listened to it. Boy, it's not been out of my car all Christmas. We were digging that, and the boys were digging that when we went to the Star Wars exhibition. Really? Yeah, we we put that on in the Star Wars exhibition, and they were uh, they were enjoying that. We so 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 fun times uh, are guaranteed for all. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We have Chris on the motorway sixty. Good evening, Chris. Hi, how are you? I'm all right, thank you, Chris. What you got? Well, I, I was just really interested in what you were saying really about yourself and about life, about turning things around. Yes. Um, just want to share a little bit with you, really. I mean, my, my background is, is that I was a motivational recovery worker working with people in addiction for yeah. 15 years. Yeah. And uh, I had a bit of a blow last year myself. For June last year, I was diagnosed with terminal cancer. Oh, bloody hell. Um, yeah, at 47. Uh, unfortunately, it spread. It was bowel cancer and it spread to my liver and my lungs. Yeah. Um, you know, but I've got to say, Ian, and, you know, the thing is, it is what it is. And just like you said about life, sometimes it's meeting life on life terms and it's hard. Hang on a minute. When they, when they, um, when they tell you, and you, if I ask anything you don't want to answer, Chris, then you just tell oh, me no, to no, jog no, on. No, please, I'm open. No, 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 All right. honestly, but you ask well, what that, you well, So, so you, you obviously knew you were, you were ill. Right, it's good. otherwise you wouldn't have gone to the doctors. But but did you suspect it was going to be as bad as that? And and how do you react when they say, right, here we go, Chris, yeah, you're going to die? Well, well, the, the ironic thing was, was, unfortunately, ten years previous, I was diagnosed with IBS. Yeah. And it mirrors every single symptom of oh, cancer. Oh, okay, Now, right. you've got to remember, I was, I was uh, for the diagnosis that I've got where it's terminal, it's very young. Yeah. You know, it's a young, it's, it's, it's a, not being nasty, but it's more than an older population. Yeah, yeah. That, that, you, that you get it. Um, and what happened with me was I, 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 I fell ill, lost weight dramatically, didn't eat or drink for three weeks, got a bloated stomach. Obviously went to casualty a few times. I got sent away with a urinary infection. Yeah. <laughs> I went to my doctor. I wasn't registered because I was never ill. I, I'd always kept myself fit. I'd never smoked yeah. uh, in my life. Uh, vegetarian for 26 years. So I was hitting the, hitting the, the tick boxes that you see about you shouldn't get it. Yeah. To cut a very long story short of what you said, uh, I, got, I got scanned, uh, sent into the hospital, uh, and then one evening, seven people come in, pulled the curtains around my bed, oh. I was with my partner, bless her, and they just said, we've got the results of your scan. And I said, oh, right, okay. And he said, well, what do you think it is? And I said, well, I don't know, you've got the results of the scan, yeah. you know. Jokingly, I just went, well, it's not cancer, and as cool as anything, he went, Chris, you've got cancer, stage four. He said it's spread to your, to your lungs and your liver. When I leave here, a nurse is going to shove a tube down your nose into your stomach, and we've got to save your life with an operation tomorrow to fit you with a bag, because if not, you're going to die. We've got 12 hours. Is there anything you want to say? And me being me, Mr. Optimist, I just said, well, it is what it is. I don't, ex- I don't know what... <laughs> I can throw myself on the floor in, I yeah. can kick and scream, yeah. cry, curse, uh, go off on one, you know... It ain't gonna change what it is. So wh- where are you? Where are you now with it, Chris? Are you still gonna die? Well, yeah. What, what I am at the moment, believe it or not, tomorrow I'm actually at the fantastic hospital at Christie's. Yeah. I'm in treatment at Christie's. Um, you know they're fantastic there, and, and and me being me is I haven't actually asked. I know it sounds daft, Ian, but I haven't asked for dates and times. So I don't believe in that. If not, it goes on your calendar in your head, and you're sort of yeah. You're watching for everything. Do you know what I mean? I'm a very positive man. Uh, I've got two beautiful children. I'm just literally driving back. I've literally taken them back from Christmas. I had them for Christmas. Yeah. I've got a seven-year-old little girl, twelve-year-old boy. They both know. 
I'm very open with them. They both understand that Daddy may not be around for as long as we're hoping. Yeah. Um, but, you know, where I am at the moment, Ian, I'm, I'm on cycle 29 of my chemotherapy. Yeah. Um, I've been in treatment for 15 months. Um, I shouldn't be talking to you now, really. You know, I should have really died on the table in the operation. I realise that now how ill I was. But, you know, I'm a very positive man, Ian. I, I, don't, I, I believe we're graced with life, you know. I'm blessed talking to you now. Uh, I hope I can give motivation to other people that are listening. Do you know, you want to do something. Like you said earlier on, I was listening to you. This is why I, 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 I wrong, because I was listening to your story, really, about yourself. You know, you've got to knuckle down. You've got to focus. You've got to belief. Self-affirmation is the most positive thing you can ever do to yourself. Um, how did you tell your kids? Well... My seven-year-old, I've always been very open with, with, with my children. Yeah. And, you know, they live down on the Isle of Wight, believe it or not. I'm actually driving back now. Yeah. I've actually been driving for half a day, it feels like. But uh, uh, but we, we talk about it quite openly. And um, my seven-year-old little girl, it was more, uh, to explain to her more, it was a bit like I had a bug in my body. And I have to have special medication to stop me being sick. Yeah. She understood that. The, the, real, the real ironic thing was, was actually last time I took them back, uh, before Christmas when they were on their half term we were driving down and uh, she was looking out the window and she just said uh, we were talking about people we always talk about helping other people out and, and we're lucky with what we've got and you know and everything she just said to me Daddy have you got cancer? and I, I nearly crashed the car if I'm honest and uh, I, uh, her name's Winnie bless her and I said Winnie yeah Daddy has got cancer and she went really quiet she looked out the window and bless her, she said, Daddy, don't worry, we stand up to cancer. There we go. There we, we go. We stand up to cancer, she said. Good for don't that. you worry about it, Daddy. Don't you worry. Oh. Now, a 12 year old little boy, yeah, he knows everything. I've told him everything. And, uh, and it's a journey, Ian, for them. Yeah. The, the weird thing is, what I want to try and say to people, get the message out there, is that my journey is so different to the people that are around me and that love me. Do you imagine a tornado going off? All right, and that's the cancer of tornado. And you're seeing things lift up and fly around, and you've got emotions and anger and everything. I'm in the middle of that tornado, in, and it's very quiet. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. And that's how it's got to be. And one thing I just want to get get across because I don't want to bladder on too much. You've got other people on at all, but really, basically, you know, you you act on an emotion in this life, on an emotion, you're going to muck things up. You've got to go emotional and then get very logical, and that is the hardest thing you can do. Mm. Because we act on emotions, we're humans. That's what we do. But you get logical with it, stand back, breathe, look at the problem, you know, you, you can deal with it. But, you know, that's it's just really what I wanted to share with you, mate. You just you touched me a bit when you were saying about how you, you know, you're needing to change in your self-talk and stuff, and it's so true. Mm. Hey, uh... <laughs> Nice one, man. Best of luck with yeah. it all. No, thank you. Thank you for giving me your time. Speak to you again soon, Chris. Yeah, you take care, fella. All Thanks the best. Bye bye. <sighs> yeah, in it though, eh? Yeah. I mean, uh, I didn't know what to say. I didn't know. Very few times I get speechless. I didn't know what what what, what to say to him. There's like there's loads of stuff I wanted to ask him, and then I just I didn't know. I think well, you could have as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. We'll speak to him again.
Well, that was a cracking call, Chris. Thank you. And um, uh, I, I, I'm the, the thing that silenced me is the positivity. Yeah. That's the thing that silenced me because um, I didn't really know how to respond to it. To it. Didn't know how to respond to it. You don't have to. No, no, not at all. It's not me for six. That has a little bit. Let's have a quick break and then we'll we'll speak to John and Matt and Paul and Al. We've got loads of calls. Blimey, this is Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Um, we got. I want to do brilliant tennis. Will we just say something that's brilliant? All right. All right. But we got but, loads of calls. Well, let's hold off. So, um, and it's just remind. I was going to say Mallet's Mallet. I saw Mallet's Mallet in um, pant- He was in the pantomime. And he was brilliant of it. He was absolutely brilliant. The kids had a picture with him. They didn't have a clue who he was. No. The, the, the kids had a picture just because my wife wanted a picture. Yeah. It's like when I went to a panto as a kid and Charlie Drake came on and expected oh. everyone to love him. Hello, Hello my, my darlings. <laughs> Silence from a load of Mancunian kids who didn't have a clue. Yeah. <laughs> Timmy Mallet was brilliant. Anthea Turner. Well, you know. Um, and Jason Gardner was excellent as the bad guy. It was a good panto, actually. As soon as I sat down, I suddenly remembered, oh, I don't really like panto. No, I hate it, but I go every year with my mum because she loves it. Yeah. We take the kids as a kind of a beard. (laughs) (laughs) But the fact that, in fact, I'm hoping one year mum might just take the kids and I'd have to accompany. This was a good one, though, and also it's the first time that the boys have, have, every time we go, I said, boys, you're allowed to make as much noise as you want whenever you want. It's panto. You can shout out as much as you want. And they've never done it. And this was the first year when they got into it. And there was a lovely bit. Lovely bit. It's Timmy Mallet singing Itsy Witsy Deeny Weeny. Of course Yoba. he did. And he was singing that. And he was getting everyone up to do a silly dance. And my boy's like, I don't want to do it. I said, come on, let's get up and just do the dance. Oh, my mum would be straight And on. once they got into it, once they realised that everyone was doing it and that everyone was looking stupid... They found it hilarious. We're taking my nephew, Charlie, for the first time yeah. this year. He's going to either A, love it, yeah. B, hate it. Yeah, or C, somewhere in the middle. Somewhere in the middle, maybe. <laughs> you mean you're taking him, because panto season is over, and after Christmas I know, and New but my mum goes gallivanting. I've only just found out where she's been. Swingers. No! That's a oh, that's rumor. Remar- I knew I'd, I'd they re- went to Bruges and Amsterdam. Yeah. Anyone's thinking of going to Amsterdam? Here's yeah. my mum's uh, summary. She's like Judith Chalmers, except yeah. not as orange. Yeah. Uh, she says, "Too many bikes. You're always in the way." Is she referring to prostitutes? Because no, they are she sex means, workers. No, she means actual bicycles. I, I'm glad you reminded me of that because I'd written something. That I, I write like a little list of things yeah. that I might want to talk about. One of them was brilliant. Another was Copperfield, which you talk about. And I've written down towel. Dad. Oh, no, don't. Well, I won't if you don't want me to, but you told me this. He won't be listening. I know, but he D- tells me off for referring to him on the radio, so we're someone not, else's dad fell over. We're not here comes the sun, so... <laughs> All right, don't... Some... No references to this on Twitter, guys, anyone. Guys, guys, focus. Right, he's so really what? hurt himself. Yeah, he's done himself a mischief. It, it, don't, because actually this might be a top tip. This might be a health tip if, yeah. you've, if you've fallen over on a cru- cruise <laughs> I've ship. Never, I've never heard of this. Technique. Well, my sister did it as well when she did a back... She had a horrible car accident oh. and she was also a little bit tender around the ribs area. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So he, he fell over before breakfast, so it wasn't a, a yeah. New Year's Eve falling over. Oh. As we saw happening, didn't yeah. we? didn't we just? Yeah. A lot of falling over. Yeah. Falling into yeah. people's mouths. Um, so... What? Yeah, that's what I've got. Lo- I've got anyway, loads. So, oh, look, two, right. calls, two calls have just dropped off. because they can't hear anything when they're on hold. No, they were on the lines. They were waiting. Right, I had them on. put through. All right, hang on. So, 
he's fell he fell over and he's done himself a mischief. Yeah. The ship's doctor. Yeah. Um, reckons it was just uh, muscular. Yeah. But every time he coughs. Yeah. Or for heaven forbid sneezes. <laughs> it goes into spasm. Oh. Yeah, it really hurts. Oh, yeah. So the technique that my m- sister has employed, and I think it might be from the medical school of my mum. Yeah. <laughs> Is wrapping a towel around your midriff, and every time you want to cough, squeezing really hard. <laughs> Apparently, it supports your yeah. um, torso for coughing purposes. Yeah, yeah, well. So you may laugh about it, but I, I wouldn't. I He's am. really hurt himself. Yep. Paul is on the line. Good evening, Paul. Good evening, Ian. Good evening, Paul. What you got for us, Paul? I'm a, b- I'm a bit uh, echoey. Am I all right? You're, all, you're kind of echoey. Because I've got you on speakerphone. I don't know how. To- my phone's gone all black now, so I don't have to change it. Okay, well, don't need to be racist. Um, let's... No, I mean dark. Oh, oh, I well, again, we don't say that word. Um, uh, so, but, okay, Paul, let, let's assume that this is good enough. What do you want to say? Um, well, it might not be good enough. I don't know, Ian. Oh. Um, I, I wasn't, I wasn't going to ring. I was listening, and I heard that bloke talking about adoption. Yeah. And, um, an hour ago. Inspired an hour ago, and it inspired me to to ring you up. Oh yeah, because um, it makes me laugh how these parents, how these birth parents, they all know they're better off with um, they're much better <laughs> off. Oh, they're much better than me, bloody blah, and all this olive blue. And I think to myself, oh. do they actually know what it feels like to be adopted? Well, obviously because not. You feel like it, Pardon? Well, ob- ob- if they've not been adopted themselves, then obviously not, no. No. Because it makes you feel like a second-rate c- citizen. Right. Before you've even started. Yeah, I'm sure it, I'm sure it does, I'm sure it does cause, um, issues. Of but I don't think, does. I don't think the, in the, the situation that, um, the previous caller was talking about, the mother sounded, from what we, we heard, to be m- m- medically unfit to look after the child. Well, that, that, that's fair enough. I mean, I've never had children. I've got a low sperm count. Well, it's not low. It's, I've got a funny tail, so I don't, know which, I don't really know which way they're going. So, how ma- just... that, what, is your sperm count low, or...? No, no, he, he said... I, I went into one... I went into the hospital, and he was yes. like, oh, be careful about the parking, because you've got to, you know, it's got to be delivered in... Is that a euphemism, or...? No, no it is no, a euphemism. It was talk- a doctor. It was a doctor, and he said, um... You've got, you know, you might want to do it there because it's got to be delivered in what? a certain period. I think it's an hour. Oh, so they they wanted you to? I'm going to. They wanted you to prov- make yeah. your sperm in your yeah. car. Well, no, I did it. I, I, um, I went in a disabled toilet. It took me ages because <laughs> it was so. It was so. Uh, it took me ages. It was horrible. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you might find that funny. You So that's why there's so much room in those toilets. You Yeah you Well no but no well what it was, I went in there Yeah and I did the deed eventually. So you went in there did you just go in the just go to the toilet and then suddenly because it was disabled toilet you started feeling a bit horny? Well, it wasn't that. I just did the first toilet I seen. Right. Okay. So you went into the disabled toilet. Yeah. And uh, um, thrashed it. Did what? I thrashed it. 
You cut me off. No. No, I, 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 I didn't really feel. No. When when things, I mean, the girlfriend at the time was on that like, clone med, and she used to say, "Come on, it's time." Yeah. And I say, well, "What? What do you mean it's time?" Yeah. I'm probably walking the dog or something. She said, "Well, no, we, we want to. We need to." And I used to think, "Well, it's not really very spontaneous, is it?" And it was a bit like, it's a bit like that in the toilet. You got it. So yeah. you okay? So you made you you did the you made you thrashed it. Indeed. You thrashed it in the to, in the disabled toilets. Gave it to the doctor. Yeah. And what did he say about your sperm, Lee? Uh, Paul. Well, no. The funny thing was, when I was in the toilet, oh, I come out all red faced, <laughs> and this nurse said, "Oh no, we've got a, a little room you can come and do that in." Because it must have been in a department where <laughs> probably found myself to the right place. <laughs> Yeah, and she said, oh, look, oh no, she said, you... They have a booth with, with magazines. I thought you were going to say That's there was right, a lady yeah, in a wheelchair waiting. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> but I, I didn't know that. So, anyway, I come out with this... So, um, you, so you had to use the, the old um, the memory bank when you could have used well, their... I had their... to use... I had to, well, huh? I had to use the... Uh, Disabled toilets. No, I can't say the word. No, you no, can't. Don't, no, don't, you no, can't. No, no, it's not the memory bank. Anyway, it's someone else's bank. Yes. Y- yes. So you provided a sample. Move on. I provided a sample. What did he say about good. your seed? Yeah, I provided a sample. It wasn't very good. It looked at it. And I thought, I was really disappointed. How do you? And I handed it over and he looked like, looked at me. And the bloke looked at him and he's, and, he, and he's like, I think he was a bit dismayed with it as well. What? He, he just looked at, what did you have it in? Like a, a test tube or something? Yeah, well, it's a bit bigger than a test tube. It's got a, obviously it's got a bigger. Um, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. And so, yeah. what well, he just looked, it, you you handed it to him, and he looked at yeah. it and went, "Oh, I can see you your problem there, bit, mate." Yeah, yeah, because it wasn't very much there. Oh god! And you're supposed to you're supposed to not um, indulge in any. Um, yeah. No, uh, yeah. For three days before oh. you do this thing. And had you had you indulged for three days? No, I hadn't. No. Right. What did he say about your semen? Um, what he said was, yes. he said it was, it's brilliant because they're all rapid swimmers, but the tails are a bit funny so they don't really know which way they're going. they got no so sense of direction. So it's like dodgems. Yeah, they just swim anywhere. They don't know really, they don't know the direction they're going. That's why I not any kids. And couldn't you train them? Because you, you can train dogs and you can train sea monkeys. Can you train seamen? I, I doubt it. Okay. Okay, I'm just wondered. I just wondered. Anyway, but uh, getting back to the adoption thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you adopted? Yeah, I am. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, I've just said that on national radio. Now, some people. Uh, it's like a dirty secret, isn't it? It's you, not my fault. You, 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 which dirty secret are we talking about? The adoption isn't a dirty it's secret. Not, Knocking one out in a disabled toilet is. Pardon? No. The bit, uh, it's interesting you say that because I don't think people consider adoption to be a dirty secret anymore. Even in the fifties, sixties, seventies, yeah, yeah. But now, uh, now I don't think they do. Well, it's adopted in the sixties, here. Yeah, I know, but we're not in the sixties now. No, I know that. No. Do you? Do I what? Okay. But well, um. You and you feel that just by saying you're adopted, you feel that that you're 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 unburdening yourself. Um, I felt like what what makes me what irritates. Is it a relief? Me? Is it? A, do you feel relieved? Um, a little bit. Okay, well, but a lot of people have, have, have um 
sort of think it because of my views on it. But, but what mm. irritates me about it is, in the Daily Mirror a year ago, yes. I seen a, 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 I seen a, a beautiful uh, young blonde-haired girl. She was probably about I don't know. I'm not very good at children's ages. Probably five or six, something like that. Yes. And, and she and, and the put on the front page of the Daily Mirror said, "Oh, um, this little girl is looking for a home for Christmas." Blah blah. And I thought that's all very well. Yeah. Right. What about the ugly children? Well, no, I didn't think that. I thought, you, you tell people not to adopt a dog at Christmas, not, don't, you know, don't get a dog at Christmas, and now you're pimping this child out, right? You're pimping a child out. He's laughing at me, look. I'm being no, you're turned That's just such a funny way to look at it. You've turned off No, you're pimping a child out. That, stop that, saying that. You're not pimping. It's got no... Doesn't know about it. Doesn't know she's on the on the probably on the front page of the Daily Mirror and, yeah. and being pimped out like okay. like some God knows what. I think he's wrong. Okay, uh, Paul, I appreciate your call, mate. I, I'm glad that you 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 feel you've um, relieved yourself on my show. Well, I've relieved myself a few times. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet Lord, this is talk radio. Late night conversation worth losing sleep over. Ian Lee. On air and off the leash. On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Uh, um, okay. Um, Matt and Ken and Al, stay there. We'll come to you in a minute. Let's go to John first. Evening, John. Evening, Ian. How are you? I'm... <laughs> uh. Ian, do you know what? Wait, waiting on the phone to you, yeah. uh, everyone must be exactly the same, okay? Yeah. I've been waiting, um, and I've listened to a couple of callers, the yeah. last two callers. I'm sorry about that. And the amount of times I've thought differently about what I'm going to say, depending on who you're following. Yeah, yeah, I know this. It's, um, I, I, I know, I, I make it hard for myself by not giving out topics and questions. I'm making it hard for you guys as well. And yeah, then we I take a caller like that last one. We might as well just go home half an hour early. If it's the two mics tonight, get them in now and we can, they can do their show. I'd like to quote some lyrics to you, and I'd like you to bring up the song as soon as you know it. Okie dokie, yep, yep, yep. Based, based on the last call, yeah? Yep. Been working so hard, I'm punching my card, eight hours for what? Oh, tell me what I got. I've got this feeling that time's just holding me down. I, I know it. <laughs> yeah. I'll hit the ceiling. Hang on, hang on. You got it, you got it, you got it. Hang <laughs> on a minute. It's, it's a classic. It's a classic. It's, it's Here we love. go. Where's the new audio? I knew you'd have to this, this on the computer, on? Where's, 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 where's me noise? Where's me noise? Here we go. Here it is. Classic! Now, please tell me the Dancing movies in the eighties, weren't mm. there? A lot of a lot of a, dancing a, movies. A lot of um, movies named after songs. Yes, 
That's true. L- lo- 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 was the original Kenny Loggins on cheating by looking at the internet, by the way. I remember once on a television show, me and Kate Lawler, we had Claire Goose on, who mm. was in uh, Casualty, I believe, at the time. And okay. we thought we were being hilarious by singing, Claire Goose, Claire Goose, <laughs> kick off your Sunday shoes. She didn't <laughs> laugh once. Oh, wow. Miserable. <laughs> How miserable. I don't have any Sunday shoes. No, I'd yes, kick off your Sunday shoes. Um, well, anyway, that, yes. I had um, just one very basic um, question to ask. I haven't heard you over the new year or anything. Yes. Um, I just, I fancied asking you this random question, because it's the only place I can do it in this, um, in Vermeer. You, you, you and Kat. Yes. Uh, you guys have got a great... Um, working relationship well and i (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what it's like before and after the show well that's what i wanted to ask i'm just intrigued i'm one of these idiots that thinks too much about um you and catherine probably oh no i I just wonder you know the way disabled toilets i hope oh flipping heck god no no you know sometimes you say it's an act you know, sometimes you've got to come on and... Well, I say sometimes, it's probably all the time you've got to come on and perform your show. Yeah. What are you, what are you and Kath like? Um, I'm just intrigued. Is that, you know when you turn up for work and you've got a few hours before you're on the radio? <laughs> <laughs> before, Gen- generally uh, what happens yeah. is I, I come in earlier than I need to because I don't really do any prep for the show. Comes in to annoy me. And, and I get bored and I annoy Kath, who's busy. She's busy, um, like, uh, podcasting this show and making the seven days of talk, ra- talk radio and doing all kinds. She's got work to do. And I'll yeah. come in and I will, um, throw things at her. Yeah. I'll show her videos on what, YouTube. What, what, I'll. Metaphorically. Sorry? No, he actually literally throws things at me. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll, I'll, I'll see if I can... um, He drops my chair. Yeah, I'll see if I can get bits of paper to stick on her hair. It's bullying, John. He wheels me around. He plays this game where he throws me really hard in my chair against a wall. His his workplace bullying, John. I don't believe that. No, I, I kind of... I get this thought in my head that you're really, really great you know, buddies and stuff, and you're sharing ideas um, when you're both at home via Twitter and stuff, and, you know, think, oh, God, great idea, great idea. Mm. And then one side of me is kind of thinking, you're probably all right, miserable so-and-so, the minute that microphone goes off at one o'clock. It can be. Well, I bet I thought, oh, great, yeah, God, uh, now I can go home. Thank God I don't have to listen to any more of her and him and... No. Oh no! I, listen, uh, 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 most of the time, uh, I, I'm aware that this is this is the, the the best job I've ever had, and I absolutely love it. And um, sometimes it's harder work than others, and sometimes it is a job. But most of the time, it's 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 a pleasure. Uh, me and Kath wind each other up um, uh, and uh, annoy each other, and sometimes I go a bit too far, and she gets upset. And sometimes she goes a bit too far, and Never. I get upset. What are you on about? Shut up, man! Um, I suppose the office wall is as far as you can go when you're trying to yeah, throw her against It's the like chair. Kath Bowling is basically what he's playing. He's <laughs> <laughs> right. She's right. Uh, John, listen, thank you for that. I hope that's um, cleared that up. Matt! Hello. Hello, Matt. How are you? Uh, you know, I've got a really itchy head. Well, that's probably because you're not looking after your scalp. Well, I. I how would one look after one's scalp? One would need to uh, attract the attentions of a masseurs. Oh. Or you could get some German uh, K2 
Castrol technology. Uh, oh, I don't know. I've got no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> what I, I wanted to say was... <laughs> what has happened that, to everyone tonight? But, uh, really, you know, it's, it's the end of the holidays, Ian. Yeah, We're all... They're uh, stopping up. Yeah. yeah. In, the, uh, in our pits. Yes. Um, now, the thing is that uh, what I wanted to say was... Yes, Matt. ...that uh, the brilliant thing, what's brilliant... Yeah. Oh, at last! Is, someone's picked up on the topic I put out two and a half hours ago. Yes, what's yes. brilliant? What's brilliant is human resilience, the ability to see the positives and to strive for the best. Yes. Now, you and I and others have had a a bit of a... I'm going to swear now. No, don't stump that. That's a yellow... You've got a yellow card, Matt. Yellow card. Oh, no. No, yellow card. I honestly... I dumped it. I dumped it. Honestly, I'm being... I'm being... I got... I got two loose... Loose lips sink ships and a couple of sh- ships sank last year because of loose lips and sea bombs and sea bombs so we can't say the sh- no we can't no. honestly honestly i am tightening my i got a bit slack and i i'm tightening my belt when it comes to bad language so no can i can i say bummy why would you want to <laughs> well, a, we've had a bummy year a bummy, that sounds quite good bummy year. It sounds fun Yes, we've well, had a we've know, had a bummy yeah, year. It could, be, it could be fun, but it probably isn't. No, uh, we had uh, a bummy uh, year. Yeah, you know, one of those years. Yeah, and, uh, and, and things are potentially yeah. on the up and up. Oh. But you've got to take the positive attitude, and I I'm, I'm amazed by the human ability to view the current situation with trump coming in as president with brexit looming on the horizon with everything that's gone on this year with nuclear war yeah yeah i mean quite probably not but you know nasty things looming on the horizon yeah idiots in charge Uh, for people to just say hey let's just make the best of it. Let's party. Hey. Let's party, dude. Hey. You know, uh, 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 I, I think that we need to celebrate the human ability to view the positives. So look yes, the, oh, definitely. The but but, yeah. but let me say as a caveat, um, mm. uh, the, I'm also aware that there are periods in people's lives, mine included, eight days ago, mm-hmm. uh, when... You know, looking for the positive uh, and being positive in attitude, it's not always possible. You know that, man. It's not not always possible. And I'm having a real good, I've had a real good burst of about five or six days um where i've 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 been on the up and that's brilliant yeah. but i might go yeah. home and you know you know who knows so and i don't want people yeah. who are listening who can't see the positive to to feel that we are no, in some way criticizing what i'm trying what, try, what i'm trying to suggest is that suggest those it. who can't and i i for the whole of this year the whole of last year rather yes. i should catch up with the, the calendar yes. um have been unable to see the positive aspects to, to to try and find ways to look at the reasons that the future can be a better thing than it is now. Yes, and I would say it's particularly to those that can't see it now, that can't find a way to uh, to, to to see why they should keep going, why they should press on, why they should just keep their heads up is that there's always going to be a reason why you can find something. And if there isn't, then reach out, 
find someone who can help you find that reason. Find mm. someone who can help you identify yes. a reason well, that you didn't know was there. And that, you know, but uh, that does again. I, 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 I don't think that applies to everyone. I, I, no, of course, no, I, I completely agree with you. But I don't want you to think that I'm criticising you, over, overly criticising nope. you. I'm just aware nope. that, that by, you know, the thing I talked about an hour and a half ago, that is that works for me and that's great and I'm not in any way suggesting yeah. that will work for anyone else. And I'm, I'm always no. slightly cautious around universal rules. Oh, no, there's no universal rule. There's absolutely no universal rule and there should never be a universal rule applied to any of this. You just did Everyone one. There should it. never... You just tell one that there should never be a universal rule applied. No, you can't apply a universal You've done rule it. to individuals. No. But the general ability of the human race to find positives yeah. out of negatives, to to find ways. Of All right, hang on a minute. We're going to play. We're going to play this game. We're going to go to break in a minute. And we got Ken. We got Al. But I want to have a quick go at this, right? So we're All just right. going to play. You're going to. So it's me, me, Kath, then you. Okay. We're yep. just going to um, say. We're going to play Brilliant Bingo, right? So okay, we've just got go. to say something that's yeah. brilliant. Right. Um, uh, the bingo. There you go. I'm going to be strict. We did. We, we dumped that one, did we, Johnny? Okay. I mean... We've got a man down. We've got a man down. Strict rules. Strict rules. Good. That was... Yeah, I got too slack. I got too slack. Your fault was producer, obviously, but I wouldn't blame you on air. Um, Good. I'll just blame you in any emails or correspondence with Ofcom or the bosses. That's fine. Um, I'll get a report in about six months' time about good. an interview I never did. Okay, great. Um, so he's gone. How could, how could he swear on that? Um, let's take a break. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Gosh, what a busy show. Um, let's go to Al. Evening, Al. Ian. Al. Happy New Year. Uh, yes. Yeah, well, not not a hip 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 there, but a happy new year. But um, yeah, um, um, now I know what the handrail in the disabled toilet is oh. for um, after all these years. But anyway, um, <laughs> for bracing yourself. Yeah, we got, um, we got it. You didn't need to hammer it home. To be honest, Al, I thought exactly the same thing. Hey, yeah, I also thought about that disabled cord. Don't pull on that. <laughs> yeah. Get the warden in. I'm, I'm surprised you didn't play a 10cc record story. Can I'm we sure please it's, stop? It's a bit inadequate. But, Can we, uh, but I, I will never be able to use a disabled toilet again. <laughs> yeah, me Good, you're not disabled. Well, yeah. no. Nor was he. Mm, exactly. You, you have to use them now and again. You do. It's. Uh, <coughs> They're so spacious. Yeah, they are spacious, and they always have mirrors in. Slightly low mirrors. Let's come on. Let's, let's, <laughs> let's anyway. come on. Uh, uh, um, what have you got? Well... I was going to talk to you uh, about something about an hour and a half back when you were talking about the yes um, the dropping off the medication and so on yeah but also what you were talking about was the the, the invective and the and the assaults and the kind of people trying to harpoon you on Twitter and, yes and and I just wanted to ask you if you'd heard about the phenomenon phenomenon called gaslighting yes 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 where, where you um, slowly um, make someone think they're going bonkers. Yeah, yeah. From the from the ancient, well, not the ancient, but the, from the nineteen thirties play called Gaslight and so on. Yeah. And 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 do you not feel that these people are basically, were basically gaslighting you and just you know doing it in a kind of public arena? And no, they were bully. They were bullying and trolling and um, uh, winding me up and and uh, attacking me. That, I don't think it was gaslighting. I don't think it was as subtle as that. It was full on 
blatant lying and bullying. But you're quite <laughs> candid about having, you know, a, a mental health problem. I mean, you... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, they were definitely they were definitely trying to sink a, 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 an already sinking ship. Yeah, 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 of course. <laughs> no, they, they, yeah, they were doing that, definitely. But it's just, uh, you know, if you, if you are candid about these problems in, in a public arena and, yeah. and people sort of write you and, well, you know, they are writing you, aren't they, and saying, yeah. hey, depressed boy, <laughs> yeah. you know, and just instantly going in with Bullying. something, you know, that's, that's essentially trying to play on your... Yeah. You know, it's just... Well, I mean, to say it's wrong is is kind of. Uh... Well, but but here's the thing. Here's the thing, and I've been I've been talking for ages about my relationship with Twitter, and I I, I think I, I might be getting close to a solution, right? Mm. So I don't. I've not. I've deleted all my tweets. There's only about half a dozen tweets I've got. I've deleted them all. Yeah, and I've, I've, the, yeah. I've I've hardly been on over there uh, on it over Christmas. Yeah, I, and I've just I, I, you know I've been tweeting about the show and, and, and plugging the show and stuff. And I one, uh, next day I'll delete most of the tweets from the night before. Yeah, um, I am going tomorrow. Mm. Catherine is going to install a thing called a net nanny on my phone, and what that means is right. <laughs> I know it's brilliant. What it means is it's, it's used for porn, right? So you basically you can't access adult sites. But the nanny herself is a, is an object of desire. Well, exactly. But, anyway. <laughs> but 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 you can also specify sites and apps that you don't want access to on your phone. And so All I'm right. going to try for a bit. I'm going to delete the Twitter app. I'm going to delete the Facebook app. And I'm going to try for a delete bit... Them. You're going to get rid of them? Yes. The, the apps, right? Pay attention. Yeah, I'm going to try for... I'm going to give it a week to see if I can survive not being able to access Twitter and Facebook on my, fo- on my phone. Yeah. But still have it on my computer, so I will be able to in the ah, evening. Right, when okay. I come in for for, yeah, yeah, for yeah. work, I can then go on Twitter and say on tonight's show. Now, if there is no great detrimental um, impact on number of callers and uh, yeah, yeah, number yeah. of listeners and number of tickets sh- sold for live events, then yeah, I'll yeah, stick yeah. with that. Because Twitter, yeah. I, honestly, and I've been looking at one of these idiots that's been um, bullying me. Yeah. And I found myself just get, I just kept looking at his page, and it's so it's obviously it's a bloke having a breakdown, right? And I don't want to I don't want to see that. I don't want to see someone sinking like that. And Twitter, I just think, brings out the worst in people. So yeah, I'm going to try and take a, a further. I'm yeah, going to take a further I, step back. I don't back. know if I saw maybe in the timeline one of the a challenging call. I did see a challenging call a few months back where someone rang you up and was being kind of very bullying to you, and then they're playing good cop, bad cop in the same call, yeah, well, you know. and basically attacking you, and then going, sorry, love, you know, look, love, I just care about oh, you. Oh, that was um, Andy, a.k.a. Alex, who, who phoned, who called oh, me. right. Yeah, no, it, it, it was, it, it, he's and one of And that would rattle anyone, that would rattle Yeah, me. yeah, yeah. If, yeah. If, and if you have four days to prepare for a call like that, or whatever, and then... Yeah sabotage you know spring a trap like that it would do well oh, but anyone. but you know it, 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 it's just jealousy in its bitterness and I, I i see it for what it is and it that, that doesn't bother me at all i mean it's, it's just it's just someone who's wine o'clock once we it? worked out who it was that yeah. took the edge off it didn't oh, it? Right. when it came out of nowhere yeah, 30 seconds into it we, we worked out it was anyway uh, listen i don't here's, here's another thing i don't want to give these people um uh, and this is why i'm not well i just said his name but i don't want to i don't want to say their names and no. give them publicity and, and think that they've got points on me because they haven't they haven't not th- tonight they have got no points on me and there'll be more i'll get more from both of these gentlemen and it's the the, the thing that gets me is they're they're, they're broadcasters they're broadcasters <laughs> doing it I, d- and I don't get it i wish them luck i wish them success i i hope that their 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 businesses and their ventures are, are great successes um nothing to do with me governor let's go to ken evening ken 
Oh, hello, Ian. How are you? Oh, it sounds like Mrs. Doubtfire. No, I wanted to talk about, like, you know, I want to celebrate love. I want to talk about what's brilliant. What's, All those things. What, what's brilliant? In the show. Yeah. We it's can, amazing. We, we'll go on. What's brilliant then, Ken? I mean, for me, first of all, it's the Lord Jesus Christ. Okay. He is the first thing in everybody's life who's brilliant. I see, I see what he's doing. Now. He's all about the love. <laughs> he's all about everything that's beautiful in the world. It's quite a. It's quite a good accent. It's a bit Billy Connolly. This, <laughs> but, <laughs> but, but, there's one other thing that is beautiful and amazing in this world. Yes, it's the mueslies. The what? The mueslies. The mueslies. Aye. What about the mueslies? Well, I mean, I love the mueslies. There's, there's so much to it, so much diversity, and so much. What, me- what the breakfast cereal? Aye, aye. <laughs> I mean, you know, sometimes the muesli can be bitter and sour, but there's so many other things you can put in it to make it amazing and beautiful. You sound, you sound all, like George Galloway. <laughs> first of all, the raisin. I'd, I'd put in we the, have no, no, the there's raisin. There's all, there's all so many raisins to, to love the mueslies. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Ken. But the other thing that you want to put in your muesli, just to like spice it up a little bit. Yes. You want to put in the um, make a, uh, what do you call it? macadamia nuts. Then, just to sweeten it a little bit, once you've got your nuts in there, oh. some of the, uh, what's it called, the sugar, mus- mus- uh, muscovado sugar. <laughs> Thanks for calling, I can't. <laughs> he, ver- he veered between, <laughs> between Billy Connolly, Hardeep Sincoli was in there a bit as well. Oh, gosh. Um, and, um, yeah, your man... Um, your man Galloway. Galloway. <clears throat> but not really holy Ken. <laughs> well, it's good that he waited half an hour for that. Bless I enjoyed him. that. Bless We've him. had some good calls tonight. We've had some rubbish ones. There's not, you know... I don't think we have, actually. They've all played their part. Well... <laughs> <laughs> There'll be one I'll be taking home with me, though, in a way I didn't really want to. Oh, God. Flipping it. But imagine you've been waiting to use... You're in a wheelchair and you're waiting to use the toilet. You're going to be long! <laughs> and then he comes out and he's all red-faced carrying a little little Petri dish. And there's a specific room for that. Yeah, they have a room for it. Mm. And I wouldn't want to be the second one in, would you? <laughs> <laughs> I'll wait. <laughs> all right. Um, b- b- brilliant tennis. Paul McCartney. <coughs> all right. Oh, John Ronson. All right, Matt Haig. Yeah. Mm, can I play Snap? Can I say him as well? No, of course you can't. Who else do I think is brilliant? Oh, do you know who's really cheered me up? Yeah. Thingy. Doesn't need a little bit more than Thingy. Alan Bennett. Oh, yeah, Alan Bennett. All right, well, I, I, I've got um similar to Alan Bennett. Frank Sidebottom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. know, oh, I love him. Yeah. I'm going to say Victoria Wood because I know she's not with us anymore, but yeah. I'm glad she was. I tell you what's brilliant. Go on, Christmas dinner. Oh, Christmas dinner is—I mean—and th- th- this year, beautiful. Silly sausage. So we loved that. Yeah. This Christmas, yeah, we all had to go. Um. Oh, pie face. <gasps> next year, pie I've, face. I've already it? bought the Christmas cr- crackers for next year. What? With handbells in. 
Christmas crackers. You bought the Christmas crackers for next year? Yeah, 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 because I've realised that the family plays together doesn't um, get too drunk and start arguing with each other. Line one, you're on the wireless. Good morning, Ian Lee. Yes, Dennis. It's no laughing matter when you're waiting at the bottom of a stairlift to go to the toilet and the bloody chair is at the top. No. And you're standing there cross-legged expecting something to happen if you didn't get down on time. I believe you, it has happened halfway up. Well, well that's... Funny, it ain't funny, brother. It ain't funny. Great story, Dennis. You that's, might have missed. A... <laughs> that's, <Cool>. Thank you. <laughs> oh, John, lovely to see you, mate. Catherine. Never um, mind. Yeah, never mind. Back tonight at ten. Ta-ta. Talk radio, intelligent, organic entertainment. Talk radio. We'll get you talking.